Sister Sweet. Hello, this is Julian Glover. You might have uh, known me from Game of Thrones. I play Grandmaster Pycelle, uh, you know, the one with a stoop and a long beard. I haven't got either of those now. Uh, and here am I chatting away at the uh, Philly convention. Hey sisters and Sister Speak Nation, it's Shalita from Philly. I really hope that Ghost goes to town on those traitorous ass crows and he chews them up and spits them out. This is Procrastinella welcoming listeners both new and old to the Sister Speak Game of Thrones podcast. The real war is between the living and the dead. And make no mistake, the dead are coming. Allow me to reintroduce myself. This is Brother Ray from St. Louis, and I'm back reclaiming my seat on the small council of the Sister Speak Nation. I got Sisters J and Sister K on them thrones. Season 6, baby. Let the games begin. Hey, sisters, this is Jeff Grimes of House Baelish. They say Stannis never smiles. I'll give him a red smile from ear to ear. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. And this is to Speak Nation. This is Tiffy from Philly. Dragons do not do well in captivity. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Sister Speak, Game of Thrones, Robert from the Bay. What is dead may never die, but rises again harder and stronger. Just ask Jon Snow, or Elvis, or Tupac, and now, Prince. Rest in peace, Prince. Sister Speak Nation, it's Fats from Toronto, and these are my five best things in life. To see a beautiful woman naked for the first time. To be an only child. To taste Bravo's savory clams and cockles. To ride atop a dragon across the narrow sea. And of course to listen to the Sister Speak podcast. This is T3 from Baltimore. And this is Tyler. And in the words of Tyrion, Don't need the help. Hi, this is Jackie from Silicon Valley, and you're listening to Sister Speak Game of Thrones. So for this season, it looks like the mountain has adopted the Sister Speak Nation's diplomatic policy of talk shit, get hit. Tread lightly, long-ass recappers. Tread lightly. This is Samantha in Wisconsin saying, Zaldrizis bustariek sostaor. A dragon is not a slave. Welcome to House Sister, where they drink and they know things. That's what they do. This is A. Manny Michonne, and in the words of Lady Olena, Oh, I was good. I was very, very good. I called in every maester on this side of the world, every healer, every apothecary. They stopped the disease and saved your life. Because you did not belong across the world with the bloody stone men. You are the Princess Shireen of House Baratheon. And you are my daughter. This is Lady Procrastinella Stark Dane. With a word of wisdom for the ladies and lords of the nation. Courtesy of our very own Lord Bevel. First of his name of the House of Jones. You know what they say about a man who can maneuver his sword. 
He'll know how to maneuver his sword. And Sir Arthur Dane had two. Lady Procrastinella says, praise the old gods and the new. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season six of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 47. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are going to be talking about episode six titled Blood of My Blood. Mm-hmm. <coughs> There's a lot of blood of my blood in this one. Sure was. A lot of relative shit. A lot of old folk we ain't seen that we've been talking about. Yeah, but they're all relatives of, you know. I know, but the cool thing ones. is we just was talking about all of them. That's true. And they come up. In okay. The, the adult beverage for this episode is my mother's sweet tea with some sparkling lemonade added. Mm, mm, mm. And a fresh lemon slice. Barf. Uh. Wrong. Oh, that shit is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's, it's really good. So, y'all see if you can find some. It's called Mother's Sweet Tea. Mother. And you add some. This time, rather than just lemon, fresh lemon, I got sparkling lemonade. Because I like sparkling. I'm going to have to taste some of that. Oh, it really is good. It's very good. So, I like mixed stuff, if y'all can tell. Well, anyway. I like lemonade, and sparkling lemonade is yeah. even better. It's really better. It's but, nice. And I've never seen this sparkling lemonade in the store, though. I got it at the liquor store. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, all right. I'm drinking pink lemonade mixed <laughs> with, with Kool-Aid. No. Oh, okay. Mixed with strawberry lemonade. Oh. It's nice. It's got like a that might be smooth good. kick. Because the pink lemonade is tart. And the sweet mm-hmm. and the pink, um, the strawberry lemonade is more sweet. Oh, so no adult beverage for you, huh? Nah. <laughs> I, I ran out of my wine. Oh, okay. Well, the hey. Moscato that I like that's actually sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. I ran out. So anyway. <clears throat> okay. So, Sister <clears throat> Jay, pick where are we going first? Of course, course we're going to the north. To the window. To the wall. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, we're not going to the wall. No, we're not. We're, <laughs> we're running from the wall. Hey, but this brings up a point. Actually, that, they're running toward the wall, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, this brought up a point because I always make sure and pay attention mm-hmm. when we start the episode and the credits, of course, yes. the song. And I'm always looking to see where we're at because I always had this thought. And I guess I'd never paid attention that all the places they display during the intro are places we're going to go to in that episode. Right. But I don't think that shit's true. No, it's because not. Because it mentioned the wall. It mentioned Marine. We wasn't in Marine. Well, they, they, and we weren't at the wall. Right. But they have shown that same intro every single episode. I don't know where you've been. Only time they change it is when they add a new city. They don't take none away, though. I know. So... Well, mm. now I know. Anyway, we see Mira. She is pulling, still pulling Bran. She is freezing her ass off. He's still warging. And he is flashbacking. Hey, real quick. Back to my point. Oh, God. Because I look back because I write the shit down. What's your point? We have seen, they do change it. Last week, they had Pike. Who cares? 
hers. Listen, <laughs> last week they had Pike, Pike in there. It's the an iron, iron issue. The Iron Islands. The week before that, they had the Erie in there. We ain't been, you know, so they do change it up. I'm just wondering why they changed it up to places we ain't going to today. Who gives a in dusty fuck? I give a dusty fuck Damn. fuck. All right. Anyway, and Mira is really getting tired. Her limbs are getting frozen. I'm tired of Brand her. is is working out. We see he he's having all kind of flashbacks. He's he's flashing back to when he when Jamie pushed his ass out that window and the tower. He's he's flashing back briefly to the Mad King sitting on the throne, talking about burn them all. And then we see whole big old tubs of the of the wildfire. Yep. And we, we see, see Hard Home. Uh, yeah, we see Hard Home again. The we night, see Night King. King. We see the children of the corn. <laughs> 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 the children of the corn making the the Night uh, 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 King, yeah. you know. And uh, he's just flashing all everywhere. He is. And then we see that the Night King is standing up on a little hill where the where the tree was, where the werewood tree was, and, and he's watching all his little whites chase after. That, that was hard home. Okay. Well, anyway, they, they chasing after Bran. Mm-hmm. So Mira is is feeling really bad because she's trying to get Bran to wake up. Bran finally opens his eyes and he says, "They found us. They here. They coming." Yep. And so she feels real bad. She says, I'm sorry. Cause you know, she can't pull his ass nowhere. Should be sorry. Shit. Anyway. So she should have held the door. So as some whites is snarling and growling and and running through the damn frozen forest and they almost getting up on them. Here comes a man, a man with burning them up and, 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 and all kinds of shit. It was good. It was very good. It was very good. He has a, uh, lantern with fire on a chain and he is burning them, burning up. them up. But even when he hits he's them, they just break up in the Decapitating them. Yep. He's burning them into trees and shit. He knows how to work this. Stuff. He knows how to get them. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I like this. Yeah. Because even, even the ones that he doesn't do fire with, he pulls them in such a way all their bones break apart. Yeah. Those so, were the skeletal ones. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got them. So, and the ones with, uh, like their bodies intact, he, he burns, he them burns up. them up because, yeah. you know, that's how you prevent from becoming a white in the first apparently, place. So, yeah. so, so, you know, of course, Mira's then, cowering. I know. Cause that, she don't know. Well, hell, she don't know who the hell it is. I mean, I realize he's helping, but was just annoying the whole time. I like, I don't Mira. like how they're making her snivelly and shit. I like her. She never has been snivelly and shit. Yeah. But now. you know what? She, I didn't find that she was snivelly at all. I mean, she was resigned to the fact that what's she gonna do? She got one little arrow, maybe well, nothing left now since she done made fucking po- Hodor die. <laughs> yeah, well, nothing now. Anyway, but all that has <laughs> oh, got Lord. to stop. And then the damn man has done saved her as, and he says, "Come with me," and you're just gonna stare at him. That she. Come on now. Leave her alone. She in shock. Get up and get Brand and let's fucking He says, go. come with me. He says, the dead don't rest. They shut but up. This is what cracked me up in that scene, in that part of the scene. When he reached down and snatched up Brand, you could clearly see that was a dummy. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was a fake looking dummy too. Cause well, he just reached down and snatched him across that horse. Well, and then he got her and they galloping away. That's pretty, that, that was good. I like that scene. That's a good scene. Then later on, we see that he has set up a camp. He is, he is blooding a bunny rabbit or, or okay, this was nasty. A rabbit. Well, but hey, you gotta have nourishment. He's blooding a, a I, give me the meat. Why well, I gotta drink uh, the blood? It, there's a reason for that. Oh, why? And, oh, well, anyway, th- I'm gonna tell you, just hush a minute. And so Mira's asking him, where'd you come from? And he said, the three-eyed raven sent me. And she said, the, the three-eyed raven is dead. And he said, no, he not. He over there, meaning Bran. And so he's telling Bran that um, last time I seen well, Bran you. Bran says, who are you? And he takes his mask off Yeah, first. he takes all of his and mask his and Uncle everything. Benjamin looking rough. Rough. Rough, Jack. He look rough. I mean, he's got marks and shit. Mm, he been out there a while. And so, Bran says, hey, the last time John emailed or not emailed. <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, wrote sent me a raven. raven. I'm just going to say email. Yeah. Mm, mm, uh, he mm. said, you was lost beyond the wall. He's like, well, yep. I took out a ranging party. Yep. <laughs> looking for uh, white walkers and they found us. And mm-hmm. I got stabbed in the gut with an ice sword. Yeah. Left to die and to turn. But the children of the forest, or the corn, <laughs> children of the forest, <laughs> they saved me with the same magic it took for them to make the White Walkers. So mm-hmm. with a dragon glass. So that's what Brand said. He said, heart. "Oh, so they plunged a, a piece of dragon glass through your heart." So that's and, interesting because yeah. that tells me they can undo it. They then. can undo that shit. They can. So Brand can undo the Night King. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. If they can get close enough. Right. Without, yeah. without yeah. him getting you. Right. Yeah. Without getting got. <laughs> yeah, without getting got. And then. But apparently it has to be in the heart. Because, I mean. Oh, yeah. Like that one that got stabbed in the tree, it broke apart. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't to the heart, but I don't know. Well, but, 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 uh, well, but, but that's because he was already ice. You know what I mean? So probably if she would have poked the Ice King anywhere but the heart, maybe he'd break apart too. Oh, the Night King. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. See. But anyway, so, you know, Benjen gives Bran this cup full of the rabbit blood and tells him, drink this. And he says, he says, look, he says, you're the three-eyed raven now. And Bran is saying, yeah, but I don't know nothing. And he said, well, I'll tell you what. He said, one way or another. The Night King is going to be coming in the realm of men again. And you got to be ready. You best to be ready. You got to be ready. Mm -hmm. So we know. So that says two things to me. Number one, we was correct, I guess, or at least, at least our thought was correct in that. Yeah. The Night King touched Bran, but that was a one-time thing. Well, I think that was a one-time thing. I don't know because Benjamin says, he is going to find a way to the realm of men. Well, yeah. Eventually, yeah. So, but but it ain't like he got cl- a GPS on him again. We don't know. You know, I don't think so. Mm. Anyway, that was very, very interesting. And I'm glad it to was. see, I'm glad I'm to see like, Uncle Benjamin back. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. Five years Five years later. later. For mm-hmm. us, at least. 
I like it though. And wait, he was only in one episode, but he was good. I know he was good. I like Uncle Ben. Yeah, people would see, but that's good acting when you can remember that long. Well, like Sister J, no. I don't know about that. Five but. seasons in between. And you're still wanting to see this person? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just want to know what the hell happened to him because they didn't show us. Anyway. He told you what happened to him. Well, right. To, yes, in this episode, but I'm talking about the whole five seasons well, in between. Yeah, that's true. I kept thinking, okay, where, where's Uncle Benjamin? Okay, well, let's go to Sam's little unhappy home, Horn Hill. Oof. First of all. Wow. When he was telling John way back in episode what uh, or season two that yeah his his no his, that was season one well his father was you know well to do and blah blah but he got banished from 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 the home and and stripped of his inheritance and sent to the wall because he was a disappointment I had no idea he meant that man be rich well yeah. you see all them damn mm-hmm. servants. Greet lined up. It don't them. matter because his oh, daddy yeah. is a bad. Well, I know he's an asshole, but I'm just saying the property in the grounds. And I'm with Gilly though. It was very green, very pretty. And that was a long ass winding road yep. to get to the big house. Anywho, because we know when you got some money, you don't live right on the street. Sister J. You live way back down the road. People got to go so to to ignorant. get to your. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, Sam and Gilly and little baby Sam are on their way. That little baby's really cute. Baby is too cute. He's really I mean, cute. Too cute. And they got a happy baby. They got a happy baby. You don't look stoned or nothing. <laughs> so he's talking, <laughs> and Gilly always gets me. I don't know what it is about her comments sometimes to <laughs> Sam that is like, damn, Gilly, you know, give the man a break. He's chit-chatting, talking about the house and the greens and the trees and this and that. And she's like, you're a nervous talker. Okay. You just be talking. Okay. She's a wilding. And the way she grew up in the household she grew up, it's a wonder if she ain't stone cold crazy mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's a wonder she could even have a decent conversation with somebody. Well. I don't have a problem with, with how she talks and stuff. The only thing I have a problem with is... She need to close her mouth. Sister J, you look. know, I mean, oh no, that don't bother me. Oh man, her mouth is always hanging I, open. Well, so does mine. Because <laughs> sometimes what, you can't... mouth breathers. I don't like that. Well, shit. <laughs> Why does it matter to you? Because let that bitch looks... breathe <laughs> the way she needs to breathe. <laughs> I know for one thing, my ass half the time can't breathe through my nose because of fucking allergies. So mm. what you want me to do? Drop dead? I don't. I don't recall you just sitting around with your mouth hanging oh, open. Oh yes, I do. Mm. I damn. I'm. I'm but, gonna pay attention now. Well, yes, I do. Mm. And and if somebody brings it up to me, I'll say fuck off because it's my mouth <laughs> and my breathing. <laughs> and I don't know what concern it is. Yo, well, she's on, girl. She's breathe. on Game of Thrones, and she needs to shut her effing mouth. No, she does yeah, not. She does. Leave her alone. Look like a doofus. Now the. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. Sister J, you awful. And she just The like, one thing that irritates me about Gilly is all of her smart-ass comments. But other than that, no. I'm fine with her. What irritates me is she just like that Carrie Washington. <laughs> she need to get her damn teeth. Sister J, you gonna get struck by lightning. <laughs> you gonna be struck. Damn. 
why I'm not standing next to your ass. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Anyway. That's awful. Hey, look at her. Like you mm-hmm. haven't had teeth issues. Well, but still, <laughs> she needs to get her damn overbite <laughs> fixed. You have fucking nerve. You have some nerve shit talking. Y'all, let me move over. I need to stretch this cord out because lightning is about to strike this woman. Anyway, go on with your commentary. Anyway, all I was trying to say is she's always making these damn comments like you nervous talker. Like when he was... um, in the boat sick, which that scene I didn't like anyway. That but was even, nasty scene. Even before all of that, when she was asking him last season, how come you ain't there out there practicing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with fighting swords oh, and stuff. I was, I was mad then. I'm like, Gil, you know his ass does not fucking fight. Unless he has to. <laughs> and you ought to be glad because he saved your ass. Why you always got a fucking smart comment to make? Yeah, she do. She does. Now, come on now. <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs> anyway, so they get to the house. Well, no. They're having a conversation. Oh, yeah. He's trying uh, to tell her, uh, yes. let's not say where you from. No, he says, now look. Don't be mentioning it. Sam is our child. It's important that they know that mm-hmm. he is mine. That way, they'll welcome him in. Right. And which is true. Which is true. And she's like, well, how, what have they, have you told them about me? Well, hell, the parchment wasn't that big. I wasn't telling them shit but you from the north. That's it. And then she says, oh, you, you didn't tell him I was a wild. And he said, well, no. See, what happened was my well, daddy yes. really got a thing about some wilding. So it's best you not bring it up. Well, that's what he's telling her. Yep. And she's could just kind of look at him. And then, of course, they arrive, so yeah. And then his mama comes. That was running. a pretty scene. That's a pretty uh, property, though. I mean, yeah. very. So pretty. his mama and his sister Callie, come out, mm-hmm. and she's Tala. so ex- or Tala, yeah, Tala. And she's so excited to see him, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a cute. Scene. I know the mama was so. And then when nice. he's introducing her to Gilly, and she's like, "Oh, you're so lovely." Yeah, and I like to spit out my drink because no, Jay, you are wrong. No, she is not lovely. But did you hear the the sister? Yeah, Dad wants me to marry so and so, and he's got yellow teeth and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. She was telling it, and the mm-hmm. mama was like, "Uh, we don't uh, need to talk about. We'll that. talk about that later." And I was like, oh, Lord. But when she was introduced to the little baby Sam. Oh, my God. Oh, that little baby was so expressive. He is adorable. And he was just. His little eyes. I know. He was. He was reaching for her. Reaching for her and everything. Oh, Oh, she loved it. That was so cute. Now, that's a good. That's a good TV baby. That was a very good TV baby. Yes. So she see if that's like a baby axe. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering for the past however long fuck we've been on Walking Dead, baby Judith don't have no hardly no expressions. So I always feel like she they done drugged her ass or something. Well, but she likes Michonne though. Yeah, but she doesn't ever express anything. She's just looking around. She just always except that one scene where Carl was showing her the stars and mm-hmm. shit. That's the only time you saw her act like a baby act. Well, anyway. But I like this little baby Sam. He's yeah. so cute. He's very cute. Very expressive. Anyway, so she was, of course, like this, I'm your grandma. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was sweet. And so he's asking, uh, where is father and Dickon? Dickon. Man, they, they like these on names. Well, you know? first of all, this is what I have to say about these fucking names. Damn. Why are these names so similar? Because that's what people. Wait do. a minute. We have a Rick on. Why the fuck would you have a, a dick, dick on? on? I don't get it. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and you had an Elia Martel, mm-hmm. and then Oberyn's girlfriend is Alaria. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's too fucking similar. Change it. Even if it's in the book that way. Yeah. Change, and there's another one, too. I can't think of it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are these names so damn similar? Anyway. anyway. So he says, or the mama says they're out on a hunt. And so you'll see him for dinner. And so as they go in, the little sister is saying to Gilly, oh, you got that. Do you have a dress for dinner? Gilly looks at her like, what the hell? No, she says, you're going to want a bath after all that travel. Oh, yeah. And you can borrow one of my dresses. Yeah. What are your colors? What are your colors? And I'm thinking, "Mm." Gilly's like, lady, just put me on. Hey, whatever. Mm -hmm. So then we see. Sam. Sam is in the hallway. Waiting. Waiting for Gilly. She comes walking down. She's got on one she of the good. dresses. She looked very nice. Now, I thought this scene was good because she's him she, limping. And she, yeah, she looked very nice. And, and she says, this is hard to walk in. Yeah, and they probably put her in some heels. Well, and she probably got a bunch of petticoats She's got her too. hair done. Her hair's done. She's clean. Mm-hmm. She looked cute. And she looked like she had just a little bit of makeup on. You know how they would like put yeah. powder on their well, face and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So she looks, and Sam does tell her, oh, you look very, very lovely. Beautiful. You know, so then, then we get the dinner scene Ooh, with his asshole, his asshole belligerent daddy. Daddy Tarly is hostile He as is hostile fuck. as, he is belligerent he from He is jump. giving him a continual stank eye. Stank eye. It ain't I even mean, he ain't eye. even looking at nothing else. He can't even, I mean... If you really didn't like him that much, you would just act like he wasn't there. No. Yeah. He is just constantly staring him. He's glaring him. him down. Yep. Staring him down. No, he's glaring. And Sam, he's, you know, trying to look at him, trying to f- small talk, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, this venison's really good. Did you get this today? And so Dickon starts talking. No, it's not cured yet. Yeah. Because Sam this don't is know. from last week. You know, and the way he said it was like, don't you know that? And and I was thinking, no, Sam does not well, know that shit. But, uh, you know, I kind of figured that Sam probably should have known because he reads all the damn time. He should have known that. If nothing else, no, he better he's too busy book. reading about how to fucking kill a wife. But he wife, did say, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, see, he's just, it's just like Gilly said before, he's making small nervous talk because he's nervous. Exactly. He's trying to figure out what to you say. Know. So then his mama asked him, this is what I didn't like. His mama asked him, uh, Sam, would you like some more bread? And he says, oh, yes, please. You know, because it was so quiet up in there. So she... She motions to the maid to go give him some bread, and the daddy got the nerve to say, ain't you fat enough? <sighs> oh, I wanted to stab him with a fork. Well, <laughs> what he should have said was, no, and <laughs> yeah. snatched his oh, wait bread. The whole time, I'm thinking, you motherfucking useless Sam, say something to him. I know. Do something. But he explains why he did it. I know, I know. Later. And, and it does make sense, but, right. oh, I was so mad. Plus, plus, let's put break it down. Not only was, because of what he says later about 
not wanting to antagonize his father so that he'll let Gilly stay exactly. and the baby stay. Exactly. That's really all he cares about. That's all he wanted. He already knew his ass wasn't going to be able to stay. Yeah. He already knew that. He already knew but that. But on top of that, he is also feeling the same shame and shit he probably felt growing up his whole oh, life. Oh, yeah. Hearing this bullshit. Oh, yeah, because that's what that's what happens. They they regurgitate that shit. So his and, mm. his daddy is steadily talking about, <clears throat> yeah, too fat. Yeah, been fat. I thought the wall would have toughened your ass up. I thought you would have been able to. You probably still can't even ride a fucking horse. Yeah. You you probably can't even don't even know how to wield a sword and do yeah. it up. Sam, of course, ain't saying nothing. He's the not mother, saying a she word. She tries to break in and say, "Well, being a meister is very prestigious." It, uh, she said, "That's quite an honor." Yeah, you know, because it is. It is an honor. Everybody can't be no meister. He sure can't. Mm. He's like, all you want to do is read shit and do this and do that. Oh, he was making me so and mad. And so then, Gilly needs going over there with Ramsey. Mm. Oh, I know. Damn. Yeah. So mm. Gilly says. Uh, excuse me, motherfucker. He <laughs> he killed a thin. How to wield a, seat, a sword and fight? He killed a thin and, and a white walker. He also killed a white walker. Did you hear Dickon's response? Well, this is everybody's response. He laughed. Like, there's no such thing. Yeah, there's no such thing. She's like, yes, there is. Yeah, it happened. I saw it with my own eyes, and it happened on my way, our way. Down to down to ca- no down to Castle Black. Yeah, down to Castle Black. Ooh, that's when well, the daddy. Whoa! I was like, damn it, Gilly! Oh, that's when the daddy got real like, rowdy. Oh, down to the wall. Where are you from? Where do you live at? Where? Are you, uh-huh. what, what you mean down to the wall? She. He said, "Where are you from?" She said, "North." How far north? She Where said, did you meet Sam? Yeah. Well, his uh, the the Night's Watch came to our keep. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Where? Where? Where are you at? Mm-hmm. How far? How far north? I mean, mm-hmm. he was just grilling her ass. Oh, he was grilling. He knew the answer to that yeah, shit. Yeah, she said it. Mm-hmm. She finally said it. He's like, oh, oh, you're a wildling. So he gets real hot at that. He point. said to her, "I thought he had a bought in a hole from Motown, Motown but, but now I see that you are no, wilding hoe. This, this is the shade part. Oh shit! This is the plus shade part. He said, yeah. "I thought you was a Motown whore, but I overestimated even that. Yeah. You just a fucking wilding whore." Is basically what he was. Saying. That's what he said to her. With this bastard baby. That's what he said. Half no, he said half breed bastard, bastard baby. baby. Yeah. And Sam just sat there. Yeah. What he gonna do? Gilly just sat there like. So at this point, this is when I was like, okay, Ooh, mom, shit. this is a little bit late. You could have jumped up before now. But anyway, the mother jumps up and says, I've lost my appetite. And she says, come on, Gilly and Tala. And so she takes the girls out. Mm-hmm. And the dad says, well, but he shouldn't have brought. He's bringing dishonor to us. She's like, no, you're dishonoring your damn self. And he did, too. He dishonored. Yeah. And then he had the nerve to say uh, to Sam. Your mother's like a saint. You don't even deserve her. Yeah. Talking about his mama. I know. You motherfucking asshole. Yep. Oh, he we said, skipped the part where he was showing off his um, sword. Valerian steel sword called Heart's Bane. I know. Did you he said, that? look at that. That's Heart's well, Bane. As soon as he said uh-huh. Valerian steel, I said, okay, we need that. We well, need I that. knew Sam was going to do something. In the fight with the White oh, Walkers. Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, so then he 
having the maid pour him more wine. He said, okay, look, I'll take care of your, I'll take your bastard wilding, uh, your bastard child and your wilding whore in. Uh, she can work in the kitchen. I'm thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh man, he got to go. Mm, mm, mm. He says, but you're never going to spend another night in this house ever, mm-hmm. ever. So then we get a scene with um, Sam and Gilly and baby Sam. Mm-hmm. And he's apologizing to her for letting his father talk to her that way. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at people who think they can treat good people that bad yeah. and get away with it. Yeah. And I was thinking, ooh, now daddy, Tarly, you don't know no wild uh, girl. She yeah. ain't nothing to fuck with. No, because she will hurt you. She will In hurt your you. sleep. Hey. <laughs> So he's like, well, I didn't say anything because I was afraid he would not allow you to stay. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Well, yeah. And he's been going through this his whole fucking life. His whole life. And it's, you know, he ain't going to raise up all out of the fucking blue. That's true. On his dad now. Look. That's true. So he did what any other passive aggressive person would do. (laughs) So he goes to leave. And I was thinking, damn, you really going to leave her there? But what else can you do? He, he couldn't do anything else. Nope. Well, his mama wouldn't let the daddy do nothing really bad. No. I don't think. So she kisses him and says, your dad does not know you. You are not what he says you are. Mm-hmm. And so he leaves. And then about two minutes later, not even two minutes, he Mm-mm. comes back and she's like, he's like, Come on, get your stuff. We belong together, all of us. And she I was said, like, Yay! I don't have no stuff. She's like, I don't got nothing to pack. What you mean? And, and so he <clears> says, Well, come on. And she says, But what about your sister's dress? And he said, She won't mind. It looks she don't care. Anyway. But on you anyway. And he goes on his way out. He gets a step stool, which I thought was excellent because I have to use step stool all the time. That shit was high. And he got that heart's bane off the wall. Yep. And Gilly says, Oh, Oh, uh, you know, your father is going to come looking for it. He's going to come looking for it. And so, no, she said he going to come get it. Mm-hmm. And Sam said, well, he can try. I thought, oh, what that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, said, okay, oh, shit. now. Sam getting rowdy back. Hey, now. daddy, daddy better leave him alone. Really? Because I mean, Daddy, he's a grown ass man now. Tell your ass oh, through six seasons that <laughs> not everyone can be a fighter. But the thing about that's Sam true. is that's true. He's not a fighter, but if you fuck with him too much, he will do what he needs to do. Now that is true, though. When it came down to it, he killed that Finn. He did, and he killed that White Walker. He now, did. He did get his ass kicked that one time with the other. <laughs> but he did kill a Finn and yes, a White did, Walker, which is what matters. Uh huh. So. And I I think you're right. I mean, push come to and shove. I think yeah. At this point, especially after this scene. Yes. I think he needed to relive that and be like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I, I don't want to deal with this fucker. And I don't want Gilly and Sam dealing with this motherfucker either. Yeah. Because you know, he knows, you know, he knows their life will be miserable. Even with the mother there, uh-huh. the mother can only do so fucking much. Only so much. That their lives would be just as miserable as his, as his life was mm-hmm. when he was living there. So he's that's like, why he, um, he went uh-uh, back. We yeah. need to go. Jump so they got and I'm. He yeah. said we're gonna be together as a family. Yep, smart. Now I do have to admit, I still think Sam is useless, but I did like <laughs> no, he's his not. But I did like his scenes though. Even though I was young on TV, say something to your daddy. 
tell him to shut the fuck up. But, but you know, that's not Sam's character. So, nope. of course, he was not going to do anything and say anything for that reason, because he did not want to jeopardize Gilly and baby Sam. Right. Otherwise, he might have said something back. I don't think he would have. Yeah, he probably wouldn't either. No. But um, that's so, of abuse you know, that scene was was pretty damn good. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. I like the fact that we have another Valerian still sword. Yeah. Got another one. Okay. So like, uh, let's see. Brienne has one. I mean, Oathkeeper. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Brienne has one. Oathkeeper. And. Bane and John's. Uh, John Snow. What's his sword called? Um. Shit, I don't remember the name of it, but oh, it was just on the tip of my tongue. Whatever his sword is, long claw, long claw. That's it. Yeah, so that's at least three. That's three and Valerian then, um, steel swords. I know that um, wh- whoever who's got Joffrey's. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Joffrey's. Mm-hmm. Tommen they, probably might have given it to Tommen. Yeah, Tommen probably has it. Yeah. Okay. So. There's four that we know of. All right. Anyway, okay, where are we going? Ooh, let's deal with this nasty motherfucker, Walter Frey. Ugh. Get him gone. This is the first time we've seen him. Oh, he's so nasty. And wait a minute, through the whole scene. Yeah. He was so creepy, and that little girl was just standing, had he's to stand been, there. He's been creepy. I know, but still. Ew. He's like Craster on. He is King's Landing's crap, uh, uh, or Westeros's version of Craster. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Damn. Oh, he's so sleazy. Aren't the girls his granddaughters or something? Yeah, and he has children with all of them. Right, but he's th- those girls are his children's children. Yes. Children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nasty fucker. Yeah, it's nasty like them, them cult fucks and shit. Anyway, he is pissed because his sons <laughs> have lost, lost River, Run. River Run. He's like, lost? Lost? You lose a thing. I'm assuming you know River Run is still there. <laughs> I was laughing, though, because he was chastising them something yep. terrible. The he Blackfish said- has taken back River Run. River Run. So the so, first thing I said was, oh, oh, Little Finger was telling the truth. So he was telling the truth. So he wasn't trying to manipulate her. No. Not so that, that brings a whole new dimension well, to. Well, he might have been trying to manipulate her, but, but he was telling the truth. But he was telling the truth. But that brings to me a whole new dimension to the fact that why did Sansa not tell John? Well. About the blackfish. Well, we don't know that mm-hmm. yet. But. He was telling the truth on that. Yeah, he so was telling the that's truth. That's very interesting to me. At least I thought it was interesting. Oh, yeah. But he is pissed. He's like, well, I need you to take y'all shit and go get the shit back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't have enough men for that. He's like, we got more men than all of them fools. <laughs> so go get them. And if you have any trouble, remind him. And they bring in Edmure. Edmure Remind Tug. him of the knife you used to kill his what? He said his horse his baby. Uh, no, Rob's horse baby yep. and Catelyn. And then remind him of we got his nephew. Because mm-hmm. I forgot Edmure was her brother. Ed, it's Edmure Tully. And there, mm-hmm. he was their, Blackfish was their uncle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, he is there. But that lets you know that ever since the Red Wedding, they didn't have that boy in the dungeon. He was all chained up. Yeah. And I, we didn't see the bride that he married because that we she probably sitting up there in the table at, at the table when he was. I, I didn't first see her. In. I didn't see her, but we don't, we don't know where the fuck the, the girl is. I but anyway, I don't care. Right. The bottom line is he's been in there ever mm-hmm. since. Ever since. Alive. Alive. Probably being tortured and shit. Damn. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. He said, it's not enough that you lost a blackfish during the fucking wedding. Mm-hmm. But now you let him take over River Run. He's like, well, he knows it better than ever anybody. Uh-huh. And I was like, now I'm yes. glad to know Blackfish took it I back know. for real, though. I yeah. Because we've been talking about the Blackfish for, what, a couple seasons. Yep. Where, he at? where he at? Where well, he at? Same with Uncle Benjamin. Same mm-hmm. thing. So the Blackfish is back. So, so this is going to be good. There he's telling them to go back and get River Run. So we're going to see how this battle plays out. I don't know. Because, I mean, yeah. Because when we first met the Blackfish and realized that he was uh, uh, a Lady Cat's, uh, what, uncle, brother, something. Uncle. Uncle. He was her father's brother. Exactly. Uh, and, and they talked about what a formidable warrior he was at that time. So, I know. And he was because, as mm-hmm. you remember, when they're trying to light up the funeral pyre of the daddy that's floating down the stream, Edmar couldn't do it. Blackfish got got that irritated and went, and went blink and got it on the first try. <laughs> and it was already way out in the way old, out, way out in the water. So, yeah. Come on now. So we <sighs> know we know he's good. We learned we learned yeah. that in the first five minutes of seeing him. We did. So. So that'd I'm excited. Be, that'd excited be good. Yep. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. I can't wait to see. All it. right. You want to go to Bravos or King's King's Landing? King's Landing. All right. So. Okay. Before we go piss- through the whole scene, yeah. I'm going to say this and I need a expressions T t-shirt to say, fuck Tommen. That's what I say. <laughs> fuck Tommen. Why fuck Tommen? Oh, hell. Let's get into it. Tommen is just a oh, naive kid. He's malleable. Well, yes. Oh, but oh, oh, okay. Let's go through the scene and I'll tell you why I'm saying Well, fuck first of all, I say fuck the High Sparrow. Yeah. And the Faith Militant. They're annoying as hell. That's true. But Tommen is in uh, the High, uh, the, the high the Sparrow. or whatever the hell it's called. The Sept's little church or whatever. He, whatever they call they it. They call it the Sept. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, he's talking to the high fucking spirit. And they're talking about Marjorie still got to do her atonement. And Tom is a little bit irate. And he's and saying, he well, re- how come she got to still do that? But he's like the candle to the lights of the seven. Mm-hmm. Well, he realizes that he might have got a little bit too rowdy-bowdy with it. So he calmed his shit down, which made me think that maybe he was trying to placate the high sparrow i don't think but so. i don't think so no he was being manipulated right pure and simple yeah. straight up yeah i'm just bum rushed yeah anyway and so you know the high sparrow's trying to tell him look it's safe she'll be fine she'll be fine you we've know. got the faith militant and they do not take kindly to people that get out right. of line they don't play would you like to go see her mm-hmm I knew then. I thought, oh, Lord. So I knew then. He goes to see Marjorie and she is all docile and calm. And that's because she know they listen. I, you know, have learned about myself now. Mm. And it's really difficult. But I had to accept that, you know, I have flaws and I I need to atone for them. And, hey, and he's trying- like, what happened? Well, Thomas trying to tell her, but look, you're a good person. You, 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 you're the one of the best people I've ever known. She said, yeah. And he said, you fed the poor and helped the poor and everything. She said, well, yeah, I did. I did. You'll give them bread and clothing and stuff, but I did it and, as a and, photo op. Yeah, basically. to make sure that I could be seen, seen doing it. Yeah, 
you know, and blah, blah. I knew then. Yeah. When she said that line, I knew then. Oh, she playing. Well, because she, she knows that they're listening to her Of ass. course she knows. Of course she does. Shit. We knew that after she saw uh, uh, Lawrence. Mm. She is playing them. But she's mm, doing a mm, good job mm. of it. And she's like, look. She's she's doing a good he's job. He's like, well, what about Laura? She's like, I love my brother, but he has to atone for his sins. We all have to do that. Well, she said he, he has a pure heart. And yeah. his heart it will always be pure. But his sins... They didn't change him. They just obscured his goodness. Right. Once he atones, like he'd be perfect. Yeah. Perfect again. You know? Ooh, Lord. And so she's trying to tell him, well, the high sparrow, he's not exactly like what we thought, right? You know? And I, ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, you know I what? I that whole conversation Look, because no, I know. No, no. I knew Look, he was going to turn. Hey, this is smart because... What you do is you say whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, you she need was to saying say whatever she needs to say to so get that out. So you that. get the fuck out. So she, she wanted to get back and with her once family. Once you get the fuck out, exactly. Then you say go to town on their ass. Exactly. But I need my brother and I need myself to come up out the set. Exactly. Out the dungeons. Yep. First. That's true. And then we can do whatever you want to do to him. But let me get out first. That's true. But Tommen done taking it too far. He believe in shit. Well, because he's, he's malleable. He. What do you think? He's young. He's 15, oh, 16. Please. He's malleable. And he's a nice kid. He ain't like fucking Joffrey. Yeah, but you so know what? So he's going to believe that shit because, wait, look, 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 let's be real. The fucking High Sparrow was correct. His mama is evil as, the, as to the core, okay? <laughs> she is evil. He knows she's evil. He even thought she caused all this shit. And of what she did. What she caused a lot of the shit. Yeah, she did. But the High Sparrow knew how to, what to say to Tommen that was just enough truth to make that shit true. Yeah. So, I mean, you cannot blame that all on Tommen. He is young. He don't know shit yet. And that fucking high sparrow was correct. His mama is done this shit. I blame Tommen's actions. That's why I say fuck Tommen and he got to die. Oh, first, Jay. Oh, yeah. Come on, sir. Stage prophecy. He got to go. No. Okay. First of all, the high sparrow. Okay. We go outside and of course the high sparrow's making this little announcement about atonement, walk of shame, blah, blah. And Lord Tyrell. Oh, he is such a doofus. He rides up. Now with, he is a doofus with, with the Tyrell army. And he's, he's supposed to be leading them. He can, he can barely sit up on his horse, you know, and Jamie's there and his little steed, this white horse. And, uh, Tom, uh, 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 Lord Tyrell is making these big pronouncements that this, this high. You know what? It don't even matter. Well, what matters in that particular scene is Jamie was looking too good in his gold cloak. He, he was looking good on that white white horse. horse. Okay. But wait a minute. But the point I'm making is he was stirring up the crowd saying to the crowd, no, these people have got both my children and we going to demand that they give me back my children. Now I thought he was making a really good damn argument. No, he wasn't talking to no crowd. He was talking to his well, army. Whatever, but the crowd was right there anyway. No, the crowd was listening to the fucking high sparrow. Anyway, so then and they, the crowd, as was interesting, wanted this atonement to happen. Yeah, they did. So he was talking to they his soldiers, ready. and when the soldiers came through 
to stop the atonement ceremony, that's when the crowd was like, oh, bullshit. Nah, she mm-hmm. needs to atone. Because mm-hmm. the sparrow has now in, in, what do you call it? Endeared. No. Endeared. Is that how you say it? He's done let the, he's done made the common people like him because he's calling out all these rich fuckers who have kept <laughs> shit from all the common folk. Living well, high on the hog with them lying and dealing and stealing and killing. That's and, true. That's true. Like they running through killing up babies and shit. Ain't no repercussions and stuff. Yeah. You know, they're doing shit. So the, who, you know, who are you going to follow? You're going to follow the high sparrow if you're <laughs> one of those people that live down there. And so when, when the high sparrow says, well, nobody needs to die today. And, and, uh, uh, no, oh, no, 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 wait, no Jamie says something bunch. about, uh, we came here to get Marjorie and Thomas. Uh, uh, and well, he doesn't know yeah, Thomas there. That's right. And Lord, and so the high sparrow says, well, I don't have authority to do that. And he says, well, in the name of the king, blah, 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 first of his name. And he says, well, the God, the gods don't recognize the, the gods don't recognize him authority. either. He don't have the authority. Either. Right. And so Jamie with his, Ooh, I love that scene though. Fine ass, Jamie took that horse and jumped them up them steps. steps. I was amazed the horse could even do that. Yeah, because it's almost upright. It's big. I, I mean, it's, it's deep. Steps. That horse was big. But it was steep steps, too. Yeah. That horse rode up there real close to the high, uh, high sparrow. Yeah. That was a it good scene. It wasn't that close, but I mean. So then the soldiers started getting their knives. You know, he said, lock it ready to the air, whatever. The lock it load, baby. Ears. Lock it load. But I, I laughed at first because the high sparrow was like, we don't have to die today. Nobody has to die today. Ooh. And I was like, oh, he don't want to get, he, he says, there's going to be no atonement today. And I was like, what? Well, first of all, he said, when Jamie says, if you don't let him go, we're going to kill every, every last one of you. Oh, and the high sparrow said, well, you know, there's nothing, there's no higher calling than for those of the, uh, of the seven to die in the service of the lights of the seven. And then Jamie looked at him. Lady Tyrell was down there looking at him like, oh, shit. But the cool, not the cool, the interesting thing was. Mm. Uh, and then he said, the but nephew, nobody has to die today. The nephew looked over at the high sparrow like, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't want to die today. Exactly. Lance, Lance. Lancel, that's his name. Yeah. Didn't he when go? He said, that's what he looked to me too. Welcome death in service of the gods. And Lance was like, uh, he looked like, yourself. oh, hell no. I don't want to go know. today. Yeah. But then this high sparrow, he did that little smirk he does. He says, but nobody has to uh, die today. As a matter of fact, Lady Marjorie will not have to uh, do the, the, the walk of atonement because she's already atoned by bringing another to the light of the seven. They open the fucking doors and out walks Tommen. Yep. He's talking about the, and the high sparrow says, and he's got that smirk. Yeah. And he's saying the crown and the faith, the faith are now joined as one. A holy Th- alliance between oh the crown I said, and the faith. You asshole. Has been brokered so we can now rule hand in hand, blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. Lady Elena looked pissed. Oh, she was pissed. Uh, her son was like, uh, what happened? I don't Jamie, even know what's going on. Uh, Jamie looked really ticked off. He too. looked ticked. Tommen was there. Boy, he gonna say. I know. And then Tommen walks up and he makes this announcement to the people yep. that now the crown and the faith are joined together and together they will rule and make the seven kingdoms great. Yep. Everybody's cheering and stuff and the high sparrow is just grinning. Yep. Oh, I want him gone. 
So then we get okay. to... Now, this is the whole reason why I say, uh, fuck Tom and... No, yeah, I don't. I do. But anyway, go ahead. Well, anyway, so they are, we're in the Red Keep or whatever they call no, it. No, they're in the throne room. Throne room, whatevs. I thought it was called the Red Keep. Well, whatever, but he's on the, he's on the throne. Right. He's on the Iron Throne. He's talking to Jamie. Jamie's taking off his gold cloak, telling him, look, you have served uh, the kingdom well, but you are no longer going to be able to, well, he says, threatening the faith, threatening the high sparrow is not It's becoming. the same as threatening the crown. That's what he says. Yeah. He making this fucking speech so to Jamie no- like he don't even know the fucking history of this shit. He don't. And knowing good and damn well that your punk ass was just crying to your daddy, uncle. <laughs> uncle daddy. Yeah, uncle daddy. I my uncle daddy. <laughs> he was just <laughs> crying to his uncle daddy a week ago about <laughs> they got Marjorie well, and wait, my mama wait. and I didn't do nothing. Hold what on. should I do? You motherfucking punk. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. I'm so pissed at him. See, to me, it looked like <laughs> that when Jamie rode up there and he says in the name of Tom and Baratheon, uh-huh. when he said Tom and Baratheon, it's seemed to me like he kind of tripped over his tongue on that one. Like, <laughs> he know common Anyway. And you know, wait, wait. <laughs> and you know, when he was in that throne room and Tom was telling him, you're no longer going to be a king yeah. to the gold cloaks. You know, you want to say, look, little, look, punk, little motherfucking, motherfucking asshole. I, I will take you over your no daddy. And I will jump your ass. You this know is a, he wanted to say this it. This is the thing that I found interesting, too. <laughs> and that is Uncle Kevin was standing there right next to Tommy. Because yeah. he had already warned them. Is- this shit goes south, y'all. Uh-huh. Don't count me in. Remember that? When they was planning this shit? Well, he's mm. his, his, what do you call it? His left hand, right hand. He's the hand of the king. Yeah, hand of the king. Yeah. Anyway, I was really pissed though when Tommen relieved Jamie well, of his duties, knowing that that he's gonna need somebody who's fucking loyal. Oh man, I was so I, mad. But I was I was particularly incensed with just the way he talked to Jamie and that oh arrogant air, just like the fucking high sparrow. That's what he had. The only thing he didn't do was sneer, and that's no, it. I oh, I was so mad. Tommen I'm too through. Arrogant. I think what uh, Tommen ooh, yeah. was trying to be a grown up about it, but he was doing. The thing is, he's 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 under the spell, so we can't. He's I'm mad. Spell. Wait, and then when Jamie says, "Oh, so what you gonna do? Am I gonna have to spend months underneath the sept in the dungeons to atone mm-hmm. for my shit, or what?" Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, Uncle Kevin looked like he was kind of laughing at that. But anyway, and Tommen, to me, looked like, shit, I'm going to have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to make I'm my Uncle Daddy do some shit. I'm mad at him talking to his Uncle Daddy that way. I don't care. Anyway, so he's like, you are going to serve this kingdom or this crown, but not here in this city. But not in the city. So we come to find out that he is sending Jamie to go deal with River Run and the Blackfish. Yep. And to broker some kind of deal or to fight or whatever or to, to fight take over yeah. to take over River Run and garner all of his troops up for the King Crown or whatever the fuck they call that. 
Yep. And I was like, yes. Now, the reason I was excited is because we know Brienne is going to the fucking Yeah, Brienne is going there. So to me, I was like, oh, good. Because now Jamie and, and Brienne can, can see each other again. That's true. But hell, ooh, I was too through. I wanted him to go to Dorn. I mean, if he going any place, go to Dorn and kill up them some people. Well, so this you is know? the thing I was thinking too. Is I was like, what happened to all this revenge shit? Yeah. What happened to getting the mountain to go and kill people up? Well, Cersei keeps saying, "Well, it's going to be a trial by combat. The mountain's going to be there, and he's going to win." She's really sure of that. Jamie keeps saying, well, I need to be here for you for your trial. She's like, I don't worry about it because I got it's going to be a trial well, by that's combat. A, that's the conversation they have like But in her she room. don't know that. They might pull a whoopie doop on him yep. and change the whole could thing. Be. It could be. But my point is with that they, comment. They could demand that uh, Cersei be fighting that big ass nun. Uh, <laughs> you know, to women on woman on woman. You, you no, don't know. But my thing is that all of this talk of revenge on them and yeah. revenge on Dorn from Marcella. Yeah. What happened to that what conversation? To now, she did say when she was talking to him, look, it's better for your ass to go fight this battle than to be in a damn dungeon. And if you go and try to kill that high sparrow, you will not make it out of there alive. And without you, this shit ain't even worth it. So, no, take your ass on. She you go, a point, though. And I loved it when she said, <laughs> she has a point. you go to River One and you go and take that castle back because you can. Mm-hmm. Because of who you are and because you can. Mm-hmm. And then you come back here and we'll take care of all our enemies. Together. All the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I did like that. And then, part. of course, they start making out. Yeah, of course. Uh, nasty. 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 But anyway, that, uh, that to yeah. me, it's not all Tommen. Part of the problem. I'm mad at Tommen. Part I of the problem is it. that he's young. I don't His care. mama didn't teach him nothing. I don't give a fuck. And I, uh, no, I don't give a fuck. Jamie is family. He know, just like Marcella know. He know. I don't care if you are the fucking king. And I don't care if you are being influenced and now you're religious and stuff. But you got history with this person. Well, Shit. Hell no. I'm mad at him. He got to go. Sister J. And the sooner Cersei's prophecy uh, fulfills itself, no, the better. No. Well, I, well. Look, I've been wanting Cersei to get got for four or five seasons now. But after this high septum shit, I want her oh, no, I want to, her to kill up all of them. All first. of them to be intact. Yeah. And Tommy needs to stay alive for this to go that way. Mm-hmm. So that she can go and get the high septum sparrow, excuse me, and all the faith militant first, and then she can get got after that. <laughs> I want that to happen first. Because he is oh, we nerve. Know. Yeah, but we know, we know the high sparrow gonna pay. We know that. Oh yeah, we know. We already know that. It's just a matter of when. Thank you. Which episode is gonna happen? Well, but we know he gonna get got. Episode number seven is what I'm hoping. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be the last one. Okay, Sister J, where are we going? Let's go. Ooh, deal with my, one of my favorite scenes. Aria and Bravos. Bravos. Ooh. This is a good scene. Okay, but this going to be some... Well, I like the first part of the scene because to me... I liked all of it, though. I did. Aria's watching Lady Crane do the play again. 
Well, and, and this part of the play is Joffrey and Sansa's wedding. Yes. And then him getting poisoned by Tyrion. Right. Him supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. And, um, and then and, and Lady the whole Crane. crowd is watching Joffrey die like, <gasps> and she is cracking up. Who? Arya. Well, yeah. Cracking. Like, <laughs> he's gone. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. Then, uh, well, I, what the part I thought was hilarious was when Lady Crane was playing her Cersei and she was saying her lines. The whole audience was just wrapped, and I mean, even the men—they were just looking so worried and concerned and and sad and everything. And Arya is is looking at Lady Crane like, "Oh man, she's such a good actor." And then she notices the little girl who plays Sansa is standing in the wings mouthing all the lines that Lady Crane is saying. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, uh, why Arya would notice that? Because she's noticed the other well, lady. I, I know that, but still, I thought that was interesting that they showed it that mm-hmm. way. So, I thought. Mm-hmm. Arya's face. Is. And Arya's face did not crack. She, so, anyway, so, as she is continuing on with the play, before they sign off and they introduce the, all the actors, mm-hmm. she goes backstage. Aria goes backstage. Aria goes backstage and puts her poison water in her rum jar. In Lady Crane's rum jar. Yep. When you bottle. When you have a scene with like three or four females, you got to say their name, not just she, Sister J. You know who the not fuck just I'm she, about. she 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 she. You she, do that all the time. She. You know who the hell. I'm and talking then when about. we have scenes where it's all the men, you go he he this he this he this. Well, which fucking one? Sister J, you are fucking annoying. No, you are. You are. Do the damn commentary right. Anyway, I was. So when Arya she goes and puts the poison in the rum and she goes to leave, but they coming in and one of the people tell her to thinks that she's the cleaner chick and tell her to go beat his coat out or his costume, go clean it. And then here comes Lady Crane asking Arya, Hey girl, what you doing back here? How many times have you seen this play? Did you pay for this play? <laughs> And I think Lady Crane, well, obviously, Lady well, Crane. She recognized her because she said, Yeah. I seen you the other day. Yeah. And I think Lady Crane likes Arya because she sees herself and Arya as a young girl. Yes. And Arya obviously likes Lady Crane because she was, the, you know, talking to Jacking about her. Yep. So she was telling her, I was just like you. When the traveling show came to town, I snuck in, I watched it, and the next day, I joined them and I well, never she looked She said back. I ran off with them. Ran off with them. She said I love the costumes, the makeup, everything. So the next day I ran off with them. Yeah. Never looked back. Yep. And so then Arya's trying to tell her, you are really a good actress and everything. And, and so the woman, how did they even get on the topic of uh, what would she do? Different. Well, she's with that because scene. she was saying this, this play is terrible. The writing is terrible. Mm-hmm. And Arya says, we'll change it. Oh, yeah, that's how it was. And she's like, well, how? How would you change it? She's like, well, she's lost her son before Aya saying goodbye. was smart, goodbye. though. Yeah. That was good. Well, it was true. She it was true. She wasn't yeah. trying to be slick. Mm-hmm. She thought about it. And she's like, that's, you know, she loves him more than anything. So instead of just crying, she would be angry because she he was taken from her before she got to say goodbye. And she would be seeking revenge. And, yeah, she'd be angry. And now, we know. Kill whoever did this right you know we know Cersei would do that yeah 
So because it, that's what happened. And I, I like Lady Crane. Uh, her response, she says, "You know, that's really good. You have great eyebrows." <laughs> no, she said, "You have really expressive eyes." No, she says eyebrows. She says both. She says, "You mm-hmm. have really expressive eyes and mm-hmm. great eyebrows." Mm-hmm. You <laughs> like pretending to be people, other people, and that's when Arya says, "I got to go." She says, uh, my father is waiting for me. Yeah. I thought about some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, we ain't. So then Lady Crane goes back to the back. She's taking off her wig and everybody's talking. They're talking and, and she's saying to the director, um, you know, I had a few ideas about some changes. Oh, he didn't like that. Oh, he didn't like that. Cause you know, uh, uh, his little ego got hurt. What do you mean changes? Cause obviously he wrote all that shit. See. And obviously everybody else been talking about we got some ideas, ideas too. too. He's like, oh, you got ideas? <laughs> she's got ideas? He's got ideas? Everybody got ideas mm-hmm. around here. So he, she's He is salty. Yeah. So she's getting ready to drink her her rum. Rum. And Arya runs up and slaps that cup out of her hand. It breaks. Little glass. And, out well, of it her drops hand. on the floor. Yeah, it drops on the floor and it breaks. And so everybody's looking at her like, what the fuck? And she's like looking around like, oh shit. And she looks over at the young actress and says, watch out for her. She, she wants you dead. Yeah, she wants you dead. She looked at the actress who plays Sansa and was mouthing Lady yeah. Crane's lines. The young one. See. Ooh. I said, Una, that was good because. That was good. Yeah, because that wouldn't be believable. Not only that, but that let Lady Crane know, oh shit, I can't drink no, the rest of this rum. Everybody in here know I drink rum every day. Yeah. Yep. Every day. Now, so. Arya walks away at that point, mm-hmm. And as she walks away, we see that fucking waif. That waif backstage. Grinning. Uh huh. And you know she running off to tell oh, yeah. Jacken. Oh yeah. So then the next scene we see Arya, like you said last week. I told you. Yep. She goes. She and ran digs right to needle out of her little hiding place, which is in those rocks right before the house of black and white. Remember? Yeah. On the outside, next to the water. Wait, next to the water. Yeah. See, I told you she didn't. She gets needle mm, mm, mm. and. She goes back to her room. But we see, in her first, we see the waif going to Jack and right. Jack and is cutting somebody's face and off. And he says, how'd she do? Just like I thought. He says, mm. and she had so much promise. Mm-hmm. No, he said she had so many other gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then the waif said, uh, you promised me. You promised me. And he, he just paused for me. He said, don't let her suffer. And I said, Jacking now. See, I'm. Uh, I was a little mad I'm gonna, at Jacking. I'm gonna have to quit him. I was a little angry at Jacking. Me too. Although he got his highlights back, though. No, they're, <laughs> they're on the side. They're not in the same place. But and there's still too many fucking clothes. Yeah. But I'm not even liking Jacking right now, anyway, because of how they're doing him. I know he's not the same smirky Jacking that he's been. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. So the waif kind of smiles and walks off. Mm-hmm. He goes back to cutting off the face. And then we see Arya in her room with her needle. needle. And she's like getting herself arranged, like pulling needle out, putting it next to the bed. And she goes and sits on the bed, looks around and then blows the candle out. Like she waiting. I'm getting ready. She waiting, waiting for this bitch. Cause I know she, she knows she coming. Thank you. 
And I said, Slicer. Okay. My money Slice. is on Arya. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because this child don't know. She just don't know. Oh, she was, she was beating Arya up with a stick because Arya wanted to be one of the faces folk. Right. She knows she that that's no over now. Thing. It's over. Yeah, she knows it's over now. And so, I think the only reason Arya... She's going to be hardcore. Thank you. I think the reason Arya went back there is because she's like, she knows. I'm going to deal with this shit first mm-hmm. before I go do the other shit I'm going to go do. Exactly. Because I can't be safe or free or whatever mm-hmm. the hell unless I deal with this these people mm-hmm. first. So I think the waif is gone. The waif is no more. She's going to be gone. Gonna, which is good for me because I she's on she my She's going to be adding to Jacken's faceless hallway. Well, and see, the trick's going to be... Once What's Jack going to do? Thank you. That's what I want to know. Uh, well, but you know what? Okay. Okay. Look, as one of I our, think he going to let her go because, okay, when she didn't kill the other one and he took her sight, remember he said, you have to, there has to be a face one way or another. There got to be a face put up in no, there. No, no. But he told her you don't get three chances. No. Well, she's going to have to go. Right. So when she kills this waif, which I'm sure is going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure she's going to kill him. What is Jack going to do? Is he going to try to get her? Uh, I don't think and so. And that's when we really part in ways, Jack. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to do that. I think he will. Because what are you going to do? He done already told her. He going to, because he told her there has to be a face but, like, put she, in there. So the waif She took face. the other face. She took the other, uh, that Guy, she stabbed in the eye. She killed him up. He said, you took the wrong life, the wrong face. It wasn't yours to That's take. That's true. So what he going to do when she takes this one and didn't take um Lady Crane? Yeah, that's true. She going to have to stick and run. She going to have to stick this wave and then get up on the <laughs> on the <laughs> circus, the circus train when they leave town <laughs> and deal with his ass later. Yeah. I don't know what she going to do. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be... A myth. That's gonna be something. Yeah, that's gonna be a good fight, though. Well, yeah, it's gonna be a good. I don't fight. think it's gonna be much of a fight. She's just gonna go stick, stick, and that's it. <laughs> and that's all we see of Bravos. That's all we see of Bravos. Yeah. Then the last scene in the show is the Dothraki. Yeah. Now this is my favorite scene of the whole show, only well, because it it's short. the end. It's the very end. short. But. Not I, mine. I can't stand the fake Dario book. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so I Khaleesi. was watching this scene oh, and it was not, that's why it's not my favorite scene. Well, it is when they keep showing her in the, and, exactly. But he is the, so okay, ridiculous. Khaleesi is marching her folks to Murine and she's making small talk and she's asking the fake Dario, how many days March does, does he think it's to Marine? He says, Oh, uh, uh, at least a week at best. And she says, hmm, so how many ships do you think I'm going to need? And he says, well. To get everybody to, to Let's see. He says, well, you got Westeros. the Dothraki, the, the Unsullied, the Second, the second sons. sons, and all the horses. He says, at least a thousand ships, if not more. And she's saying, hmm, anybody got... How, you who know, has that yeah, many ships? Who has that many ships? He says, nobody. No one. And then, this is the part I like in says, this whole scene. Nobody yet. This is the part I like about the whole scene. She and Dario are on their horses and they're walking to the mother of the mountain, the mother mountain, the mountain mother, whatever. And, but you can see she feels uh, the yes. wind. That's well, Drogon calling her. No. Yes, they, it is. Listen, I agree with you, but it wasn't Drogon. The wind, it wasn't the wind. 
she looks around that corner and she can feel him. She can. That's what I mean. Yeah. But but if you watch it, her she hair stops blows. and he's like, "What? What is it?" And she's like, "She says, wait kind of here. listening. Wait here." Then she, she hurt. She felt him. Yeah. yeah. She rides on. So uh, Dario, this is what gets me. Dario, fake Dario, and the like and him. the horde. They're they're just sitting there because they're waiting. He didn't even wait ten seconds. And he, he's yelling orders to the Darth Maraki. Y'all wait right here. I'm going after her. Yeah, right. Like, who the fuck are you? Thank you. Anyway. And right. then we hear Drogon screeching. Well, wait, you skipped the whole part that I, that really pissed me off. What? Cause then when she says, um, you know, how many people, how many ships and all that. And she was like, okay. And then he says, you're, you're not suited for the throne to oh, sit yeah, in a palace on a throne. She's like, oh, really? He's like, no, you're a conqueror. Oh, and I'm thinking, what the fuck do you know, fool? Yeah, you just got there. Now, it's true. She does like to conquer people. <laughs> but, <that's beside> the- <laughs> but because he said it, I'm like, fuck you, yeah, Dario. Okay. Fake flaz, Dario. Oh, okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah. So he decides to go up in there to find her. Uh huh. And the next thing you know, you hear the that little screech, <laughs> dragon screeching, and then you see a oh big motherfucking shadow. I mean, oh my god, his wingspan was covering Drogon thousands is so big. of those Dothraki. He is so he grown. He done grown. He is so big. He is big. And she controls him so well. Cause well, he whatever. Flew, yeah, she does. Cause she, he flew over that group and he landed right in front of them and pulled his little wings in and sat there screeching at him. Screech him. But he didn't blow no fire or nothing. Hey, bitches, listen up. My mama, <laughs> my mama, my mama, my mama got some shit to, to say. say. <laughs> and she, y'all bitches better hush and listen. Hush and listen. Ah, that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He and was course, like, ah, ah, shut so, up, y'all. Listen. So then Daenerys does her little speech that she always Yeah, her, pro- her proclamation. Her proclamation. But this one, actually, I didn't mind. It made sense. She's like, hey, look, y'all. Who? Uh, she's, no, no. She says, she said, it's customary. All of y'all cows out there, it, for the, all of time, the cow has asked for three, three blood, blood riders, riders to follow him in conquering whatever the fuck well, he's going to conquer. Well, it's to be at their side. Right. Like they security. I am not going to call for three blood riders. Well, she says, but I'm, I'm not a cow. That's I'm what she says. For all y'all to come with me. Across the narrow, the salted na- wooden sea. Lord. Are you coming with fucking, me? You, you fucking old shit up. Okay, what's she saying? Well, first of all, she made the point that it's a tradition that yes. all calls have three blood riders at yep. their side. Yep. Kind of like bodyguards. Yep. But because she is not a call. Yeah. And she made that quite clear. She said, I'm having all y'all be my blood riders. And they was hooping and hollering. They all like that. Yep. And then she's going through, okay, y'all want to go with me over across the uh, ocean and conquer this land that called Drogo promised he would take me to do. That's what she's making the point. Right. And she's naming all this stuff. Fight men with armor, tear down their stone houses, blah, blah, blah. And of course, that's what the Dr. Aki liked to do, rape and pillage and tear up shit. 
Right, exactly. So, of course, they happy. But I said the same fucking thing. And then she says, are you going to follow me? And they say, yes, always. And they say, hell yes. (laughs) And then Drogon says, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) He's screeching. Screech, screech. (laughs) Let's get this shit to going. (laughs) That's what he said. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it looked like he said. Wait, really what really was happening is Daenerys was trying to say, look, bitches, are you following me or not? Because if you are, we're taking a motherfucking shortcut, meaning Drogon's going to carry our all our asses or wait. No. I'm going on Drogon and the rest of y'all bitches follow to Marine so I can get this shit started. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, it's going to take us, how long is it going to take us to get to Marine? A yeah. week? That's too long. Uh-huh. No. Thank I you. think she's going to, I think she's going to ride Drogon. I back. think she might get her other babies too. She best. She better. I think she's going to get her other minute, babies. Let's talk about that for a minute. I'm kind of tight now. I love Drogon. I do too. Because, and the only reason I love him so much is because he's the only motherfucker we see. Yeah. They don't ever show us the other ones. So I get it. It's CGI. It costs money. But can we at least see the rest of them? They need the rest of them. She needs to at least show, act like she care about the rest of them. Yeah. Yep. Come I agree. Now. I agree. Getting them fucking locked up. She ain't worried about their asses. But she ain't there with him, though. So this is what I hope happens. Oh, she gets back on Drogon. She goes to see her other babies. They say, bitch, please. We got a new daddy. And they go over to Tyrion and let him... (laughs) (laughs) He our daddy now because he let us free. (laughs) You locked us up. Put us in this damn dungeon. Here we go. That's a new daddy. No, that's not going to (laughs) happen. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be something. That's funny. I, well, I wish. What's gonna happen. really be something is if and when Bran. Words- oh, Sister J. Okay, so you know what we talked about this last time. Let that go. But I'm just saying. I know people have already said it, but let's let's. That's gonna be something. Let because, it go because, because Khaleesi controls Drogon. Let it. Yeah. So, it seemed to me that would be a fight. Damn, y'all. Mm. Spoilerific fuckers. That's not spoilerific. Anyway, okay, well, I think we need to get on to our feedback because we've got... Okay, that was not, a good episode. It was good. It was. Our first one is from Stephanie in Michigan. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Benjamin's back and I'm loving it. Drogon, go get your brothers. <laughs> Stephanie in Michigan. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Stephanie. Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Short. And she always sends the best short shit. I know. Thank I you. mean, to the point. Thank you, Stephanie. Love it. And mm-hmm. I agree. Drogon, go get your brothers. Because yeah. your mama ain't thinking about no one. Go get your brothers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And our next... Uh, feedback is a voicemail right off the bat. Yay! And it is from Taj. Hey, Taj. Hey, Taj. Hey, sisters. Hey, family. Um, I like this episode. Mm-hmm. It it seemed like a filler episode, but we got a lot. Um, from the minute the writer showed up, I knew it was Uncle Benjamin. I'm Ooh. excited and happy that he's Yay. back. Yay. 
if there is one thing that season six has been good for, it's reuniting some Starks, and it's about time. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of reunions and Starks, I am glad Arya is on her way out of Bravos. Yes. Um, and I hope the minute that she lands on Westeros soil, she's greeted by Numeria. Just be, just because <gasps> yes. we're at a low count on direwolves. I yes. think we need to like up the count. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, it's just wishful thinking. Oh, that'd be, um, awesome. that'd be awesome. So the king is now a Scientologist. And I love Marjorie. I appreciate her <laughs> scheming, but I don't exactly see how she's going to wriggle herself out of this one. Mm. It seems to me that she's making the same mistake that Cersei did and assuming that the High Sparrow can be manipulated. Mm. Um, we'll see how this works out for her. If if this is a scheme or because I, I don't know, because at one point she seemed genuine. And I don't know, because Marjorie has a great poker face, so it could go either way with her. Um, but either way, I have a feeling that Tommen's reign won't last much nope. longer. Good. And before I go, Sister Kay, I think you said last week that you wanted to know how to say it is known in Dothraki. Now, my, Dor- my Dothraki is rusty, really, really rusty. <laughs> but I do believe it's Menem Nesa. Menem Nesa. M E. N E M N E S A. Okay. Uh, see you next week, family. <laughs> Thank you, Tosh. <laughs> Thank you, Tosh. We didn't know you spoke Dothraki. Menem Nessa. Menem Nessa. I think I'd rather just say it is known. I don't even know if that's Menem Nessa. I'm sure. Why would she lie to us? It's not a lie. I didn't say she lied. Dothraki is a true language mm. now. Anyway, uh, Taj. Thank you, Taj. Okay. As far as Marjorie, my opinion is she's totally faking. She's totally faking. She's doing whatever she got to do to get out of that yes. uh, 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 sept I agree. over there. Now, I believe like this. I think she's going to be cooking up some shit with Lady Tyrell. Well, as soon as she gets off by herself with her, because she's going to be able to, to either be in the garden or have a private conversation with her grandma at some point. And yeah, uh-huh. they're going to cook up some shit. But she's going to lay low for now. I don't think so. Taj said that she thinks Marjorie's trying to manipulate him. I don't think she's I don't trying think to so. manipulate him. Other than the fact that she's lying about being atoned and all exactly. that. Exactly. So she could get out I of there. I think she just wanted to get the fuck out, mm-hmm. get her brother out. And I feel like as soon mm-hmm. as she does that, depending on how shit goes with Tommen, yeah. I think she'll keep doing that until they can position themselves to get the fuck out of King's Landing. Exactly. But she's not going to get the F out because she's married to him. And she wants to have an heir and she wants to be a queen and all that shit. I think really she's really doing it to make sure her and Loris get yep. the heck out of oh, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why Cersei ain't going nowhere. No, she ain't trying to get caught back the fuck up. No. And I think as soon as Marjorie and Loris get out, she's gonna be like, "Please, mm-hmm. that motherfucker, do whatever you want to do, because I'm gone now. I'm out." Mm-hmm. I think that's so too. What I think, anyway. And I think she will ask Tommen. At some point, if she can go to High Garden to recoup, thank you. Yeah, and her and lady, Lady Olena, gonna go back home, and then yeah, it's gonna be on. 
They're going to be plotting some and shit. And Loris would need to come on, oh, Well, yeah, they would take Loris. Yeah. But to me, I think it would be under the guise of we need some rest. You know, I, I just need some rest yeah. away from all this, you know. And they're going to be plotting some shit. And so. then I'd be like, okay, we got to get up out of here with that mess. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Taj. <laughs> Love the voicemail. And ne nem Nessa. Oh Lord, you're gonna be saying I'm probably it. saying that wrong. You're gonna be saying it all the Man time. I gotta get used to it. Come mm, on now. Mm, mm. <laughs> okay. Our next feedback is from Joanne from NYC. Hey Joanne. Hey Joanne. Hi, sisters and nation. I'm still pissed about summer. And Mira's <laughs> job description and benefits totally suck. <laughs> One of the biggest tinfoil theories was resolved with Benjamin being cold hands. Mm-hmm. Yet another Stark is alive. Yay! Yay! Okay, Sister Jay, how cute were Sam, Gilly, and Baby as a family? <laughs> yeah. Daddy Charlie is an ass. But Gilly ain't no wallflower. She set that mother straight. Mm-hmm. Sister Jay, is your heart warming up for Sam the Slayer? Uh... No, I don't. Look no, but but it was good scenes though. But no, not yet. In the smug, dirty hippie high sparrow, is the smug, dirty hippie high sparrow really looking out for the best of the people? Mm. I don't buy his jive talking. No, Tama needs a spanking, and character Marjorie needs an Emmy for her fake conversion. <laughs> <laughs> you and Sister J with these fucking Emmys. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> The Queen of Thorns was like, you done interrupted my afternoon stories for this shit show? Go Arya Stark and make your dead daddy proud. That waif bitch is one spiteful soon to be dead no one. I think so. Yes. She's soon to be no Mm -hmm. one for real. Even though Drogon looked like an extra from the 1950s Japanese Godzilla movie, I can't help but squeal. What? Oh no, he didn't. He looked good. He looked like that. Although Godzilla is like my favorite monster <laughs> out of the monster movies. Daenerys may only survive fires, show frontal top nudity, and talk only in declaring speeches, but she's just a fantasy wet dream of a character. I have a crush on the Khaleesi. Count me in as part of her entourage. Have a great week and don't invite any dragons to our barbecues. <laughs> Joanne from NYC. Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. I didn't think he looked bad. I liked, actually, this scene, to me, was actually one of the better ones with Drogon. I thought it was, too. I thought yeah. it was real good. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Okay, our next email is from Brother Ray. Hey, Brother Ray. Hey, Brother Ray. Whew, so many things. Well, we start with last week's recap with poor Hold the Door, a.k.a. Holdor. We did not get any of the funeral this week. It is known that the eulogy was given by his twin sister, Doris Closed. No, Doris Closed. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Too soon? Yes, Brother Ray. Yes, it is. And close is C-L-O-Z-E-D. On this week's episode of Where Are They Now? We catch up with Edmure Tully still alive, but in chains and Walter Frey, which leaves our viewers wondering if he ever leaves that hall. No. (laughs) He don't have to. Benjamin Stark returns and is sort of not a White Walker thing. I'm not sure what what a dragon glass to the heart makes him. Your thoughts? Well, it makes him um, 
Well, it like it, spiritual. It changed. It kept him from changing, but doesn't mean that he didn't change a little bit. Well, but but think about it. It makes him spiritual. What did he say? The three-eyed raven called me. Mira said the three-eyed raven's dead, and he looked over at Bran and said, "No, he's a three-eyed raven now." So, yeah. So he's probably got kind of the spiritual type thing also. Because, you know, them children of the corn are, like, spiritual. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Gendry was not available this episode as he is still <laughs> on a boat somewhere. Yeah, where is Gendry? Yeah, that's the other one we need to see. Mm-hmm. On this week's episode of Keeping Up with the Tarleys, we see Randy Quaid and his brother Dennis, oops, I mean, <laughs> Samuel Tarley and his brother Dixon at the dinner table when all of a sudden... Sister J of House to Speak wargs into Randy Tar- Randall Tarley and goes the fuck off on Sam. <laughs> That's probably true. No. Random thoughts. One. Damn, couldn't Bran have used his arms to help move himself along and help Mira? He was warging. No, because he was out of it. Yeah, he was still warging. Two. Okay, Danny does something else cool and surrounded by people praising her. This is getting old. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, a little bit it is. I didn't mind it. But I did like it, though. Three. Because I wasn't paying attention to them fools. I was looking well, at but I can see where, yeah, that is a repeated subject or, or scene for her mm-hmm. with people. Three. Didn't Elena Tyrell step out of that carriage like a gangsta? Oh, yeah. It's no joke. Lady Her Elena. son is another story. <laughs> Jamie was looking at him like, shut up, when he was giving his little speech. I know. Yes, he was. He was. In conclusion, a girl is Arya Stark. Drop the mic. Boop. <laughs> Thanks, sisters, for all you do, Brother Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. I agree, Arya. Ooh, like, mm. Arya I was so glad is, to see her go uh, get needle. Ooh, because that means she's leaving Bravos. Yeah, because yeah. she cannot be a faceless no. woman, man, whatever. She cannot do that because she's got too much shit to do. Right. But we know now, uh, we already knew that um, Arya had skills, but like Jacqueline said, she had so many gifts. So yeah. she knows how to do some shit. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. She knows how to lie. She knows how to fight. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that this chick is beating her ass all the time. Well, but that's with a staff. And, and that's because she was motivated to stay there. Right. You know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. house of black and white and learn shit. Yeah. That's over with. That's over. Over. Good. Thank you, Brother Ray. Okay. Our next email is from Victor. Hey, Victor. Hey, Victor. And his subject line is, that dragon was on point. Yep. With this week's episode, this week's episode was, wow. The waif is about to meet the pointy end of needle. Uh I have been waiting for this water dance for a while now. (laughs) I think everybody has. Yes. Sam Wells. Uh, Samwell stole Heartsbane, though that is a great sword, and I feel that, like the same won't be. I feel like Sam won't be very good at using it. <laughs> well, that may be true, but mm-hmm. at least he's got it. He'll probably lose it to somebody. Gilly stole my respect, bless her heart, defending Sam, and funding up the finding and fucking up the story all in one breath. Yeah, she she did. <laughs> she did. He has black hands and everything. 
Mystery solved. Welcome back, Benjamin Stark. <laughs> the Stark numbers are growing. We were down to four, and now we have six. Mm-hmm. And what we here in Naptown called the clutch, you got motherfucking Danny riding in on that motherfucking Drogon. <laughs> Looking healthy, healed, twice as big, and ready to eat anyone that challenges her. Mm-hmm. And his CGI was on point this week as well. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was so. Good. It was very I good. I thought it was really good. I think the best part is that she is ready to turn her gaze on the Seven Kingdoms and just in time for DT plus JS plus TL to set things right in Westeros as the three heads of the dragon. No spoilers, don't worry, just speculation. Mm-hmm. Whatevs, Victor. Mm-hmm. In my shortest one yet, sisters, looking forward to hearing from you and the nation, Victor from Naptown. <laughs> thank, thank you victor thank you victor well and i do know that victor also had another email that he Uh-oh. sent two? a part two victor. uh so he says um on the on the hold the door episode you asked for some ideas about the timeline thing and here are my thoughts. Bran, when he starts to warg, is able to pass from one mind to another. This is known. It is known. Me, nem, nessa. Thank you. <laughs> Only the most talented of wargs can take a person's mind because a person can resist and most of the time will reject the warging. So here is the way I saw the whole the door puzzle. First off, if Bran had just done like every other teenager when he can't sleep and just Mm -mm. rubbed one out, poor Hodor would still be with us and he would not be low jacked. Also, why not have Summer run for the door as well as he could pull that sled faster than Mira? But I dig. Yeah, see, but I digress. So Bran was pulled back into the past by the three eyed raven because they needed him to learn some lesson back in his father's past. But the raven was spoon feeding it to him when he should have been giving him the Cliff Notes version of everything. See, that's what I was saying last yeah, time. You were saying that. Mm-hmm. He knew he was about to die, and he also knew he needed him to start the loop to get Hodor back under control to fulfill his destiny in the defense of the little lord. So Bran needed to jump into Hodor, who was fighting the warging because he was scared. So upon the three-eyed ravens, Obi-Wan, strike me down, I will only become stronger moment, Brand fire, Brand's firewall to the Werewood network was hacked by Mira screaming for him to warg into Hodor. Brand being struck in the metri- Matrix only had one option, warg into Willis. Hmm. Now this process for a young kid is probably pretty horrific as during the boot-up Bran and Hodor are occupying the same mind until Hodor can retreat into himself and give Bran control. So during this time, you see several things happen, both past and present. Bran hears Mira screaming for him to warg into Hodor. Bran is trapped in the past, so he looks for the closest thing, Willis. Oh, that's a good point. Victor. That is a good point. Bran worms into Willis. Willis starts to fight it, but is taken over. But here's the last thing Bran heard from Mira as he invaded his mind, hold the door. Now, keep in mind, the above statement is simultaneous with... It sure is long. Yeah, hold on. Bran working into Willis resets Hodor. As Willis goes white-eyed, so does Hodor for a second. Then he flashes back into control. 
connection lost. Now, what most people in my mind didn't realize in that moment was when Hodor realized what happened to him as a kid and the significance of hold the door. I think it was at that moment (laughs) that he realized what his existence was for for that he had to live with the knowledge of his death his entire life. And this realization is what allowed him to hold the door so that Bran and Mira could escape. Mm. The data dump that the Three-Eyed Raven gave to Bran showed a lot of information, including the Mad King trying to burn down King's Landing. I think this is foreshadowing that Bran's unskilled ass is going to do the wrong time work again and go back to the Mad King and incite his madness. Ooh. Mm. Now that's interesting. Sorry for the long explanation. No, you're not. But this is how I saw the time stream continuum playing out. I don't... mm. And he says, please, Lord, don't let us have to see a White Walker version of Summer and Hodor. I can't take it. (coughs) Victor. Okay, well... Thank you, Victor. Now, hey, I like that explanation because it makes sense. It didn't make no sense to me. You just said it made sense earlier. Well, no. What I said made sense was is that Bran was at two different times at the same time. All that shit that he just said, mm mm-mm, no. All that explanation as to, well, Hoder thought this, Hoder thought that, mm mm-mm, no. Well, but what I liked about that is that, to me, it makes sense that he was stuck because he couldn't wake up. I mean, they kept trying to wake him up, and he couldn't, which is probably what the Three-Eyed Raven was meaning. When you stay too long, you get stuck. I don't think anyone can wake up a warg by shaking him, saying, wake up. Whether it be uh, Jojen, when he was warging, or any uh, uh, like those wilding wargs who warged into Raven so they could go spy on people. No, that's not how warging works. Well, Bran is different. We know this. Well, that's true, but I don't think anybody could just shake somebody Nim, and, and say, oh, wake up, wake up from your warging. I don't believe warging works that way, so no, Whatever. I, I don't agree. Victor, thank you, because to me that shit <laughs> And Victor, that sense. shit was long ass. Well, hey. And especially for a number two Come on now. It was fine because we needed to get some kind of <laughs> explanation. Around okay, this Victor. Piece. What I got to say is don't be hoggish. Hoggish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor, for your feedback. <laughs> you know you like that read. They love it. All okay, right. our next email is from Linda. Hey, Linda. Hey, Linda. Hello, all. Sorry I was so long last week. I will do better from now on. (laughs) This week will be very short. Mm. They must have spent all the costume and special effects budget on the dragons this year. All the dire wolves are dying and the wigs are terrible. Yeah, the wigs are pretty bad, aren't they? I think Khaleesi's wig is cute. Mm-mm. Now, Cersei's wig, that one's a little jacked. That was bad. Mm-hmm. That one is And Marjorie bad. look a mess. Now, Marjorie, but she's supposed to look a mess. She's I know. been in the damn dungeon. I know. Why is Mira apologizing to Bran for anything? He's the one who couldn't follow directions and got Hodor killed. Well, hey, oh, oh, there you no, go. I don't like Boop. Mira. Thank you, Linda. Oh, sniveling and shit. No, she is not sniveling. She was. There is not a woman on any planet that would let that go. 
He should have been <laughs> hearing about Hodor, Jojen, and Summer the whole time she was dragging him through the snow. Oh, yeah. Whether he was awake or not. You yes. know, because I would have been fussing. You mean to tell I would have been fussing. My brother died trying to get you here, and you going to fuck this shit up, and now <laughs> Summer's gone, and Hodor's mm-hmm. gone. Although, I, I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Marjorie was never going to walk like Cersei did. Nope. Elena should have called the army off as soon as Marjorie came out with long hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a Lord. good point. She did have her long hair. Yeah, still. but okay. Uh, Lady Elena don't know that they shaved your head first or, or cut your hair first. She don't know that. So Marjorie traded Tommen for her freedom, but left Loras. I don't buy that. No, Loris was let go too. I think Loris was, but we don't know that for sure because we didn't You're see right. him. But I, I think, I think they uh, let him she go too. Maybe she didn't really leave yet. I don't buy that. Maybe he will be the faith's champion in Cersei's trial. Oh, shit. Oh, oh snap. Oh, shit. Let's hope not. I don't think Loris could do it because he's so broken at this well, moment. I don't think and he he's too fight. weak. Yeah, I mean he's too weak. But you know what? He is supposed to be like a good fighter. Yeah, but but that would be fucked up. That would be fucked. That'd up. be cold blooded. I don't think that would fly. He did beat the mountain in Ned's tournament in season one, and Marjorie said he would he would atone in his own way. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, let's hope not. Well, see, the mountain is totally different now. That's true. He can't, he can't survive that. He a monster, so yeah, nobody's he will beating. Not survive that. Nobody's beating the mountain. I am glad, and plus, he beat him on a fucking horse joust. Exactly, it wasn't hand to hand combat. Exactly, I think in hand to hand combat, mm-hmm. it ain't gonna go well for Loris. Mm-hmm. I am glad Sam stole his father's sword. I wish he had been quicker about it. <laughs> That's all I have. Thanks for doing this. I wish I could meet everyone in Chicago, but it doesn't work. But it doesn't work this year. Uh-oh. Take care, Linda from Portland. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. Well, <clears throat> I think Sam, though, as far as him taking Heartsbane, I think he did it as actually as quickly as he could. I mean, he knew he wasn't going to be staying in the house overnight. <laughs> <laughs> so he he got to jet anyway. So he took it then. I thought that's pretty quick. Yeah, but I mean, he. I think she's talking about the I'm leaving and he comes back says no we're all leaving oh yeah okay. and well, all that chit chatting and shit hmm. apparently the place is huge because ain't nobody heard him ain't nobody said well, nothing ain't nobody didn't you seen. see when they was gro- uh, 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 riding up that place is huge yeah it's a big ass castle yeah but you got servants and shit you'd think somebody would have been like Mr. Tarly, what you I'm mean? sure it's just like anything else just like Ramsey at Winterfell they're always talking about ain't nobody know no, the whole place like Jon Snow because it's so big. Yeah, it's big. And and uh, Tarly's place, uh, that Horn Hill, that thing was huge. It is big. So yeah. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. Okay, our next email is from Sister Tesh. Hey, Sister Tesh. Hey, Sister Tesh. There are so many things I could say about this episode, but I will keep it short. Edit. I'll try to keep it short. Edit number two. I am so, so sorry. (laughs) Meaning it ain't short. (laughs) Mm. Sam and Gilly. I could go on forever about how much of a butt Sam's dad is, but I'd rather address the part where Mama Tarly pretty much stood up, looked at him and said, that's just about enough of that, you. You are not doing anything with my grandbaby. Mm -hmm. And then she marched off and he shut up. Mm -hmm. 
he did. He, he did. He did do that. Although he did threaten Sam after she left. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know who runs that house and who's full of hot air. Yeah, Boop. but 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 well, to a point. women didn't have that status. No. Yeah, and you know for sure she does not know. Well, maybe she does know what he told Sam when he left. But there's I, not much that she can say about it. Really. No, she didn't have that much clout. No. As for Sam taking the sword, he emphasized that it was a family sword. Mm-hmm. And he looked at Sammy. Well, there's the argument that Dickon is the heir and his sons would inherit. Unless Dickon would never have sons. And Sam knows it, but would never tell anyone that his brother doesn't like young ladies in that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like Dickon. He's a cutie. He should marry Loris. They'd have a glorious well-dressed army and his sister wouldn't have to marry anyone with yellow teeth. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. I don't know about that. I think, yeah, I don't know why he kept saying that, but I think he's trying to say, look, I'm the firstborn, no matter what my daddy say, mm-hmm. I'm taking a sucker. Yeah. Plus Sam reads, he knows Valerian still right. can kill a white Walker. Plus that's the, that's, dragon that's that passive aggressive shit. Yeah. That is the one way he can dig at his daddy. It really was. He can't verbally tell his daddy off cause he nope. don't have the nerve. And he can't fight him. He can't fight him cause he don't have the nerve, but he can sure steal that possession and run and run. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's a way to get his daddy. That. And the scene with Walter Frey and his new wife just kind of hit the hammer about how the Westerosi claim they're so civilized, but everything between the houses completely depends on sex trafficking their women. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. What is Walter's new wife? 12? Someone go save that girl. Yeah. I don't care who. It could be the damn thins at this point, as long as they don't eat her. Mm -hmm. Oh, they would eat her though. And Edmure, he's dumb, but he didn't deserve a phrased dungeon. Yeah. And his poor wife, he was so nice and animated to her at their wedding. I bet she never thought men could be that way. And then they snatched him away. Yep. That's just mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beady-eyed Benjamin decided to finally show his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, got to be beady-eyed. Where were you 10 minutes ago when Hodor <laughs> was being torn to pieces? Yes, thank you. Well, The yeah. land of late. That's where you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the land of late. Since Mira killed one of the head White Walkers and there's a place available, could Hodor become one of the head guys? Oh, I mean, Lord. he's huge. You can't just make him a white. Mm. Mm. I wonder if the um, head ones have to be alive, though, because that dude mm. was alive that she stuck in the heart. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think Marjorie wasn't expecting her family to show up. Oh, they, no, she wasn't. Did you see the look on her yeah. face when Lady Olanda stepped out that carriage? And they had no way of contacting her. Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of two plans coming up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Also, even though the Tyrells were in armor, they would have been torn to pieces. Although Mace is a doofus, I really felt him when he said, my children. Mm-hmm. I got teary. Excuse me while I call my dad. Jamie's mad about being relieved of duty but that makes him the Lannister heir again so that solves that problem convenient Mm -hmm. if Kevin got it and dies that would make Looney Lancel heir and I don't think Kevin would even agree to that even if it meant taking himself himself out of secession people are really down on Tommen but not everyone that is inbred is ugly or insane Mm 
He's pretty, but sometimes I think it looks like the lights are on and no one is home. Aria, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> mm. Aria, I'm not even going to get into uh, the bad decision making skills the Stark children have. Ned, you should be ashamed. Parental lesson number one: Do not attempt to become a servant of death and then wuss out. I was really hoping Arya would serve death and John would serve fire, and there and and there'd be a crazy, heart wrenching sibling smackdown, but no dice. Love from Buffalo, Sister Tesh. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Ooh, Tesh. Lord, Sister Tesh, that was too fucking long. That was long ass. That was long ass. But I don't want John and Ari to be fighting against each other. No, I don't. And and, and nor do I think they would. And I wouldn't. No. And I have been saying I don't want Arya to be, um, a, what do you call it? Mm. A killer, faceless woman or whatever, because she's got to renounce Arya. And the thing that we love about her is that right. she's trying to get revenge on her exactly. family, which nobody else up until this season has right. been trying to do. But there is no way that Arya would be fighting with Jon Snow. No, I don't think That's so. That's her brother. And, and and as a matter of fact, if you recall from season one, she was always trying to be up under him. John and her were close. They were very close. Yeah, they were close. Now, John and, and uh, Sansa were not close, but yeah. he and Arya were close. And Bran. Him and Bran were close. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, no. That's yeah. not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, she does have a P.S. Email. Oh, hell, Lord. Email. Yes. Uh, Randall Tarley saying Sam didn't deserve his mother and Dickon looking like uh, none of us deserve mom. But the main reason for writing was over the surprise penis in the first play episode. I may have looked little, it may have looked little to you, but my husband loves himself some TV. And I looked up to see an enormous three foot wang up on my wall. I cracked up. <laughs> oh, they must have one of them giant You must screens. have a yeah. big screen they, they got a giant TV screen. if that shit was three feet. <laughs> the husband made a sound I'm not going to attempt to spell. Mm. Laugh out loud. My goodness, what the fuck? I think that's what that means. Also, I live in a college town, and he looks like the college kids. My guess is he's about 22 or 23. The years go by, and the kids keep looking younger. Sister Tesh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was too... We didn't need to see it. That's all I know, Sister yeah. Tesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, see, that would be fun to watch Game of Thrones on that big-ass screen TV. Mm-mm. I don't know. Thank you, sis. Except for those kind of scenes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sister Tesh, but can you imagine Drogon on a big-ass screen like that? Mm. He's huge, then. Okay, our next email is from Roger. Hey, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hey, sisters. The pieces are moving across the board now. Great speech by Danny to close the episode. Much better than Mace Tyrell's pitiful attempt. Is it finally time for Khaleesi and the dragons to head west? Damn, Drogon is huge. He's big. Huge. I wonder if Folio was a little embarrassed after <laughs> Danny, after Danny showed how to really ride a dragon. Mm. I'm guessing, yeah, with his fucking comments. Yeah. Mm. I'm guessing Yara and Theon are taking the stolen fleet to Marine just as she needs new ships. Yep. That's a, yep. That's where they're going. Um, uh, is Queen Marjorie a true believer? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. I think she's in charge of King's Landing now. Yep. Tommen is still wrapped around her finger and will do whatever she tells him to do. She got out of the shame ding ding walk and now has the smug high sparrow somewhat pacified while having him think he's got the upper hand over the crown. 
That's true. He still remains very dangerous, though, and shouldn't be overlooked by any of the Westerosi powers. I don't think he is, though. That's true. I don't think he's being overlooked at all. No. They plotting behind the scenes. Believe Somebody's you me. Mm-hmm. Brienne, the phrase, and Jamie are all heading to River Run. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting. Yep. Where does Sam take Gilly and Little Sam now that he's committed Grand Theft Valerian Sword? The Citadel. Yep. He's going to have to... The first place old man Charlie is going to look is the Citadel. Yeah. But- Can he go back to Castle Black after disobeying John's order to get his maester's training? Uh, I don't know. However, you know what? In my opinion, of course, we have not seen this place called the Citadel yet. No. Nope. But in my opinion, it's going to be just like the monks or like the sept in that. They keep people in or out as they choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be uh, like there are some uh, uh, monasteries in other countries where I don't care how formidable you think you are. You're not getting in there. You know what I mean? So yeah, I it, think, could be, it could be uh, I feel a like situation the like that. It's not going to let you come in there. Right. For nothing. For nothing. And especially not to war with somebody not riding up there and you got your armor and shit up on no they're not gonna stand for that now sam's gonna have to do some good talking to get gilly up in there but but i i bet you he can talk him into it oh yeah oh yeah 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 and especially when they see that valerian steel sword they know what valerian steel is yeah Possibly, mm-hmm. but see, we don't know because we, we we've never, we've only heard about the citadel. We, we have never seen it yet or yeah. anything. So, uh, the, uh, let's see. Uh, Benjamin Stark lives, kinda. Mm-hmm. Uncle Half Dressed showed up just in time to save Brent. Brand. Mm-hmm. Too bad he wasn't there for the rest of the dead Starks. Just yep. saying. So he got saved by the children from turning <laughs> into a white. <laughs> He didn't seem to be afraid of the fire he used as a weapon. Did he gain any of the supernatural positives of being an ice zombie? I think so. Yeah, because he looked frozen like his face well, and not was only that, frostbite. But looking. he said, the three-eyed raven called me. Bran was really plugged into the Westerosi Matrix. How long before he knows everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, he's got to make sense of it because I don't think he realizes what all that shit he was seeing. Right. Is. Right. Nice to see the shots of the Mad King losing his shit. Mm-hmm. After seeing shots of the wildfire in his visions, will that dangerous weapon come back into play? Probably. Or the Alchemist Guild working on more after the Battle of Blackwater Bay? I'm show. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely sure they are. There couldn't have been much left after Tyrion lit up Stannis' fleet at the end of season two. Yep. Arya is going to need eyes in the back of her head. The waif is coming for her, and we've seen Arya get her ass whooped too many times. Yeah, but that's because she was still trying to stay up in in that house of black and white. She's got her needle now, and hopefully her experience with that weapon will give her the upper hand. Mm -hmm. Damn, can't wait for next Sunday. I know. Have a great week, sisters. Raja. Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Roger. And actually, he has a second. What is with y'all with these second emails, Jim? His is short. It says, sorry for the second email, but of course, my supposed to be working as would rush out my prior email without a proper sign off. Sorry about that. Roger from Lafayette, Louisiana. Ooh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay, Roger. Thank you, Roger. All of y'all watch this two, three, four, five email <laughs> shit. Now, come on now. Don't be hoggish. 
But we thank you. Thank and, you, Roger. And we do appreciate you uh, letting us know where Writing you're from. In. Yeah. Yes. Okay, our next email is from Lady Butterfly. Hey, Lady Butterfly. Hey, Lady. Hi, hi, ladies and nation. Here is my review for this week. Tommen, that bitch. Thank you. I miss Joffrey. Oh, hell no. Well, I but Tommen got to go too. I will say Joffrey would have already been killed a couple of folks. Oh, over, yeah. Over his mama. He, he wouldn't have been turned like that, though. No. no. Sam. West, no, he would have had to been snatched up. <laughs> this is a killing ass. <laughs> Sam, Westerosi Cribs. Awesome steal. Congrats on not being the most useless person on the show. That title belongs to Tommen. That bitch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you and Lady Butterfly. Hey. Arya, that's my girl. So nervous for her, but excited too. Yep. Maybe Jacken will protect her behind the waif's back. <coughs> In my be. head, he kills the waif. You know what? Don't that's make. A, that's mm. that's a thought. I don't know. Uh, he, I hey. don't think he would have told her to go <coughs> do that. Then he got an affinity for Arya. He though. does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's don't make me su- don't don't make her suffer. Ah, I know. Arya is a fave. Is there a chance that he lets her go and takes care of her Stark business before coming back and committing to the guild? Mm. I See, know. I don't think she's gonna. I don't think say, she's gonna want to come back. Yeah, no. I don't think she's gonna. I don't think back. she's gonna want to come back. Because once she takes care of her revenge, trust me, Winterfell gonna be back there again. Or at least it's not gonna be the Bolton. So we don't know where she's gonna. I end would up. hope not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie, no longer Lord Commander, mm-hmm. Tommen, that hoe ass bitch. I know. I can't wait to see Jamie in the Riverlands. Mm-hmm. Danny, yay, Drogon. Awesome scene, but does she need to convince the same people that just saw her walk out of the burning temple and kneel to her? Shouldn't that have been better served when she got back to Marine? Mm. Well, no, I she think did. she had to do it because these are Dothraki who right. don't believe in well, water and shit like that. She did it because they were before the Mother Mountain. That was a sacred place to Dothraki. Yeah. That's why she did it there. You know? And Drogon was there. Exa- exactly. But that's why she did it there because that was a sacred place to Dothraki. And she needs to get there loyalty before they get going yeah. because as someone said in another uh, in the previous season that Dothraki won't be going on no boats they but, will for her though yeah I think she's that's what she was solidifying and to me it was exactly like the Unsullied when she first ran into and freed the Unsullied she gave she she now she was on a horse then because the baby dragons was she gave babies. Him a, ch- a choice. Yeah, but she gave him a choice. She rode through the crowd on a horse saying, "Look, this is how it is. Oh that yeah, I want to follow scene. me. Oh yeah, that was very good. But but Dory Geddes. <laughs> yeah, I, I love remember it. that Valerian. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Uh, Bran. Oh, yay, Uncle Benjen. Those visions. Jamie sitting on the throne, bloody hand, the Mad King, and burn them all. Or maybe just Tommen, that bitch. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until they slow that shit down so we can see more. All right, let me stop. That. Thanks for entertaining us all, sisters. Lady Butterfly. Thank you, Lady Butterfly. Thank you, Lady Butterfly. Yeah, those uh, those flashbacks of Brands were so 
fast. Yeah, they were very fast. They were so fast that um, you really couldn't get it all, but... Some people had screen captures, but I wasn't really trying yeah. to look too close. Yeah. Because I just want to let it unfold <clears throat> Me like too. the rest of the because story. Because a part of it was uh, uh, were things that happened to Bran. Part of it was things that happened to other people. Yeah. So, yeah. I just rolled it back like two or three times and... You know, did it that way, but I, I wasn't gonna like screen capture and all that shit. Yeah, no, no, it's not that deep. Well, it will be once <coughs> we get to it, but I'll just no. let it let's yeah. get to it. Well, what I meant is, it's not that crucial to know oh. at this point. True. Good all point. Right. All right. Our next uh, feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Um, just wanted to respond real quickly to. Um, another um, caller last week, John, um, he was talking about the song of Ice and Fire being Danny and John, but really I think the story is about John. I mean, when you think about it, he is the song of Ice and Fire because um, if that theory is correct, his mother is Ice. Joy, now look. Is Fire. Okay, and now. when they got together, they created a song. That's a, a song spoiler. Song, Life and Fire. Possibly. Anyway, that's just my silly little... Um, spoiler, spoiler. Didn't say series. names. That's good. Thank um, you, Joy. Also, I'm glad to see that what I was hoping for Arya is coming true. Yes. And that she is not becoming a faceless person. Yay. And that she is remaining Arya Stark and she's reunited with ne- Needle. Yes. And I cannot wait to see that wave go down because she's a biatch. <laughs> biatch. And, um, yes, she is. Also, I am very, very glad that my um, theory that... Blackfish really didn't take back River Run is not true. Yeah, I'm glad he's there. But now I'm worried for Brienne because she and Jamie are going there and they're going to be on opposite sides. I don't like that. I like Brienne and Jamie on the same side. Yeah. So hopefully good things will happen there. Um, mm. That's it. Can't wait to hear you all soon. And also just wanted to say can't wait for Chicago. Can't wait to meet you all. Yay. Okay, Yay. bye. Joy. Thank, Thank you, Joy. Joy. Okay. I can't wait to meet you either. Yeah, that's going to be fun. As far as Bre- uh, Jamie and uh, Brienne being on opposite sides, there's no way that Jamie is going to be fighting with Brienne. No. No way. He's the one that gave her Oath Keeper. No way. I don't think so either. No. I mean, he might fight with the mother fools there, but he will not be fighting with her. I don't think they'll be on opposite sides. I don't think um, so either. She's not going there to fight. She's going there to get, what's his name, Blackfish, yes. to come rally for uh, Sansa. Sansa. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once it's said and done, everybody can be coming if they want to. He's going to try to rally to Sansa because that's family. Mm-hmm. Well, because this is the deal. They're rallying to Sansa to get her homeland back. Winterfell. Right. Jamie... Uh, 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 Jamie and Cersei and them used to visit Winterfell all the time. You don't so, care about that. Well, but what I'm saying is, they're going to the, uh, uh, Sansa and and uh, Blackfish are, are against the Boltons. Well, yeah, but see, um, Tommen sent him to go to talk to Blackfish about swearing fealty to them. Blackfish ain't going to do that shit. No, he's not. He just got that shit back. He's not going to go to 
the enemy, basically. Yep, that's true. No, no, he's going to defend well, his family. We're going to see, but he's I not. Think. Jamie's not going to be fighting Brienne. I don't so think so either. That's a given. Yeah. Thank you, Joy. Okay, our next email is from Esther. Hey, Esther. And her subject line is, someone make this funky-ass man take a damn shower. <laughs> oh, she left me to hide. Hi, sisters and family. It's <laughs> Esther, and I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Why doesn't the high sparrow have a relationship with water? <laughs> Any relationship with water. This man looks like he stank. Yeah, he do. They couldn't make him look any riper if they tried. <laughs> nasty, nasty man. I know he does look dirty. He, he look ripe. <laughs> and the hair and the hair poking out of his nasty gown. <laughs> 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 Shit just gross. Oh my gosh. Oh. Just looking at him makes me want to jump into a tub of bleach. <laughs> He do look He's nasty, got some though. great taco meat. <laughs> we know that they can shower because the baby sparrows look clean. <laughs> yeah, that's a look clean all the time. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's funny. Says, that's uh, funny. Nasty and foul. Baby sparrows. As always, looking forward to your podcast. Love you, Esther. <laughs> Thank you, Esther. We love you back, oh, Esther. I love that. The baby sparrows look clean. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. He looks nasty mm-hmm. and stank. Mm-hmm. He does look dirty, though, don't he? He does. Why? Because mm-hmm. he's supposed to be apparently like having a vow of chastity or, or some, some shit. Some I don't shit. know, but it, uh. he does look dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Esther. Okay, our next email is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, sisters. Well, this was somewhat a setup type of an episode. Tommen's intelligence is really like a lump, is like a lump of unproof bread, according to uh, at Beauty Brienne on Twitter. Loved how Sam's eyes went big after his mum offered him some more bread during dinner. I instantly thought of that Oprah gift that I posted on the group page of her saying, I love bread. <laughs> I know. I do too. Mm, unfortunately. I, don't, I don't eat much bread. Um, I love bread. I don't really like bread. And you know what I really love right now? Mm. Pretzel bread. The soft kind. I don't really like bread. Oof, it's so good. I don't eat a lot of bread. I probably eat. But bread don't like me. I probably eat a piece of bread probably maybe once in see i like sandwiches once in a couple of weeks maybe uncle benjamin Mm. is back yay and who knew that dragon glass was how the white walkers were made and can be used to destroy them that's well we did well we did i mean wait (laughs) (laughs) mean, okay wait okay you might have forgot okay joseph where the we did know this, Joseph. Shit, from way back from season, season two. two. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, we didn't know. Wait, no, no, no. We knew that it killed them. We didn't know it made them. Well, until, no, that's true. Until what? Two episodes ago. But, okay. But we did know that it killed them. We did know that part. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's pretty much it, sisters. <laughs> oh, I have to share this. Remember when Jackie, hey, Jackie, said last season <laughs> that she has a Game of Thrones pinball machine at her house? Yep. Well, at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino Arcade, they have one. It was Ooh. a dollar well spent. 
Just like what Jackie said, after you put in the game credit, using the pinball's flippers, you choose which house you want the game layout to be. Each house had um, like specific traits that obviously pertain to their house. It was really fun. I think I'll be going back there this weekend. Joseph from Las Vegas. Thank, Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. That sounds like a fun game. Yeah, that sounds fun. I, I like pinball. That. I like pinball machines. They have, I found this really fun pinball app. Mm-hmm. Jackie, you probably know it, and I can't think of it, but it's a Star Wars pinball. And it's pretty cool, but I'm cheap, so I'm not trying to pay for the, <laughs> the paid game. But the free game on it is is pretty fun. Hmm. Uh, and on in the iPad, I haven't played it on the iPad yet, but on mm-hmm. the iPad, but it's even funner, more fun. It'd be probably because yeah. it's bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But a real pinball game would be even better. Yeah, that'd be fun. Thank you, Joseph. And and yes, we need to uh, give you a refresher on the Dragon Glass. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, our next feedback is from Paris. Hey Paris. Hey Paris. A slow one, but a decent mid season plot advancement. Mm -hmm. And let me play his voicemail. Hey sisters and fam, this is Paris from Alabama calling in about the latest episode, Blood of My Blood. I'm going to keep this real short and start by saying, damn, Benjamin, where the hell you been? Also, damn, Drogon, what the hell you been eating? <laughs> Lastly, I just want to say, Sister K called it, Ari was not about that life. And now Jockin and the Waif are coming after her. Yes, How damn. in the hell is she going to get out of that That's one? That's what I'm saying. All right, fam. Can't wait to hear about this episode. <laughs> Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. Yeah, that's going to be a, a a pickle. See, I think she can hold her own against the wave. Mm-hmm. The jacking piece, though, mm-hmm. that's the piece that I'm See, like. It's mm. going to be something as to what Jack can do See? when Arya dispatches the wave. Yeah, cause she going to get him. Is he going to be mad? Is he going to let her go? Let her go. What? What? What he going to do? Yeah. What he going to do? I mean, if, as long as there's nobody else there, he's he's. Uh, mentoring, he might be able to let her go. Because mm. we ain't seen nobody else with this damn wave. That's true. She on my nerves, so mm-hmm. she needs to Everybody G- want her gone. G-O. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paris. <laughs> okay, our next feedback is from Brother Eddie. Hey, Brother Eddie. Hey, Brother Eddie. Hey, sisters. Dim Thrones, Dim Thrones, Dim Thrones. Mm-hmm. This is what you call good a good TV show. Yep. It's truly prestige television. I have no comment. I'm so entertained and enthralled in the plot. As a whole, how do you ladies like this season? I feel like this is one of the best seasons. That's it for me, sisters. As always, XOXO, Brother Eddie. Thank you, Brother Eddie. Thank you, Brother Eddie. I am really enjoying this this season. season. Yep. I am enjoying it. And I mean, I look so forward to Sundays. Yes. I mean, I just love this show. I really do. I do, too. And Mm -hmm. I have, there's really not been a bad episode yet. There's been pieces of an episode that I've been like, eh. But there has not been a bad well, episode yet. To me, there's just been some scenes that either were too long or, or could have been cut all together mm-hmm. and, and still the story been just as strong. Yeah. Or they wasted time with, with something that we don't really care about or something. 
But every episode to me thus far has been kick-ass. Yep. I've loved it. I agree. It's been really good. Thank you, Brother Eddie. Okay, our next email is from Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Hey, ladies. So I don't watch Game of Thrones because I'm lame Uh and don't have HBO. But that doesn't keep me from listening to you all and what the family has to say. (laughs) Aw, Jessica. Well, how you gonna know stuff? We need to get you some HBO Go. Uh Or Now. What is it? HBO HBO Now. Now. We Mm -hmm. need to get that for you because you gotta have some HBO. Damn. How can you not watch and listen? Here's a few random things. One, I nearly spit my iced coffee on my keyboard when I heard your intro music the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that shit. I love it. Mm. Let's do it again. No. <laughs> we need to refresh it. Uh-uh. Okay, y'all. When we in Chicago, <laughs> I think we need to have a family. A family. Sing along. Hum along. Hum along. No, th- that so was So that humming. we can do intro music for next season. Yeah. Some of y'all other family <laughs> do it. And we'll get Sister J in there, too. Mm. Uh, number two. I love your bickering rants and random singing. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. There's tons of that. (laughs) Three. But it's only when it's appropriate. We don't just break out with shit. I mean, it's it's in context. You mean the singing? Yeah, all of it. With what we're talking about. Well, the bickering and the rants, we do that quite often. Mm. But, you know. That's just the way it goes. That's how we roll, you know. Mm. Uh, number three, Sister J saying shit <laughs> is one of my favorite things. <laughs> That's all. Keep up the good work. Jessica from Indiana. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica from Indiana. <laughs> I can't believe you listen to us and don't even watch the show. Thank you so much. That's awesome. That is we awesome. We have people that do that. Wow. But you know there is a thing called... We, are, H- we appreciate it. We don't get any kickbacks for saying this, but there is such right. a thing, if you don't have cable, because I know a lot of people don't have cable, right. that you can watch on your computer or your iPad or whatever, mm-hmm. um, HBO Now, and it's... I think it's like $15 a month or $10 a month yeah. or something. It's not that expensive. Know. I don't think it's that expensive. And you could just get it for the months that HBO's on. See, that's what I would do. And, and then I think you get a off. month free. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's like a, you so get a free trial. Go online, go online and check that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to look into getting, uh, what do you call it? Sponsor. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. anyway, but we don't. But go ahead and go and do that because yeah. I think... Um, I was going to say Amazon, but I don't think Amazon does HBO, but they might. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't get me lying because I have cable, so I don't have to. I don't think that. Amazon does HBO. No, now. I think they do Showtime and something else. But anyway. They do Netflix and mm-hmm. shit. No, Netflix is its own place. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. But they do have a streaming mm-hmm. uh, anyway, service. Anyway. I, I would look it up online. Yeah, I look it up, Jessica. <clears throat> or just listen to us and you'll get all you need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Andre. Hey, Andre. A.K.A. your boy, Dre. (laughs) First, and he spells it the way that you would spell Andre (laughs) with an E. Oh, yeah. That's the way you spell it. Well, our other Andre spells it with an A. And I remember when we first heard from Andre on The Walking Dead, I thought he was a woman because it was with an A. I had never seen Andre with an A. 
You don't remember that? But what do you mean you've never seen it with an A? A N D R A. You've never seen that? No, have you? Yes. I haven't. I've only seen it with an E. Andre with a D R E. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Y'all's family members remember that way back in the day. I tell you, y'all young folks. Be, young mm, folks bull mm, stuff. Mm, y'all know shit. Hush mm. Anyway, Andre with the E. <laughs> 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 and our other Andre does not watch Game of Thrones, so that's another strike. Tamara mm-hmm. knows what I'm talking <laughs> Anyway, first of all, I'm a brand new listener having yay. just... Yay! Ha- welcome! Welcome to the family! Having just heard last week's podcast where y'all reviewed the door, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a fan. Yay! I had no idea other black folks even watched the show. Oh, hell yeah. What? Oh, boy. Where are you being? <laughs> so it's great to know I'm not alone. My wife doesn't watch, so I'm all on y'all's tip right now. Uh-oh. Let me start like everyone else by giving you my fake-ass, insincere apology for the long email. <laughs> You know what? At least you was honest. Yeah, at least you honest. Shit. (laughs) I'm just getting my cherry pop this week, so hopefully y'all will let me slide this time. Well, we gonna see. Nah, well. After last week's episode with the fast-moving plot, I couldn't wait for this week's episode. Based on the title, Blood of My Blood, I was like, oh shit, it's gonna be on this week. (laughs) Not. No fucking blood. No titties. No killing. <laughs> that was some blood. Benjamin was drinking some blood. Oh, that's nasty. Why the fuck was he drinking that damn because blood? Because he needed the nourishment. Break me off a piece of cooked no. rabbit. Don't let me eat yeah, drinking no damn rabbit blood. That's yeah. nasty. And you see, he drank it too. He did drink it. Mm-hmm. Nasty. He says, no titties, no killing. What the fuck? Mm. They spent way too much time with Sam and Gilly this week. The best part of that whole storyline was seeing Horn Hill. Randall Tarley is a fucking boss. Yeah. He's not even one of the major houses, but his estate is much nicer than some of theirs. Beautiful. Yep, it was nice. Beautiful. My favorite was the whole High Sparrow Tyrell army scene. <laughs> Why the fuck did Mace Tyrell have the dude walking his horse? I know. <laughs> he sure did. Because he can't even hardly sit on a horse. He looks like my nine-year-old son... At a pony ride. <laughs> Jamie Lannister, on the other hand, was like, was the shit. Mm-hmm. When he rode that white horse up the steps with his fake ass CGI imposed head, <laughs> I'm thinking, yes, he's about to get all up in the high sparrow shit right now. <laughs> but I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of being in high school, about to close the deal, and suddenly had to stop because the girl's father came home. Oh, damn, Lord. damn, damn. Mm. That fucking Tommen came in and ruined everything. Mm. That's some bullshit as shit. (laughs) This was my least favorite episode thus far, giving the show's high standards. Uh, Given the show's high standards. Hopefully they're just setting us up for some good shit next week. Of course. Take care, y'all, and keep doing what you do. Your boy, Dre. Thank you, Dre. He don't have no P.S. No P.S. Oh, well, hey, good. Thank you, Dre. So his long assness wasn't too long. No, it wasn't too long. But you know what? It was medium. Now that you are part of the family, Andre, keep keep that shit show it. But uh, I liked all the episodes. And I I mean, a lot of times you have to have set up stuff in between. It can't be action every single episode. And... 
I thought this was a very good episode mm-hmm. in that it showed all of the different relationships. That's why blood of my blood. Yeah. You know, all the, and it ended with, in my opinion, <laughs> my favorite relationship of the whole show, which, which is what? Khaleesi and Drogon. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like she ain't got three other, two other kids. Well, yeah, well, but you know what? She ain't got her two other two babies with her. Yeah, whose she, fault is that? Because she locked well, that hey, up. But, but still, I love her relationship with Drogon. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Andre, with an E. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from King. Hey, King. What it do, homegirls? It's the king of... Oh, King. <laughs> Here once again. We just gonna slide by that. I love it. <laughs> Why are you perpetuating that shit? <laughs> oh, I love that word. I just love it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's my, that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole series. We know. Every fucking week you say it. <laughs> Y'all are just trying it. I'm going to quit reading it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Pro- oh, Pro- I'm here once again, proudly offering you two thumbs up for such an exciting, well-balanced, <laughs> and thought-provoking addition to our entertainment community. <laughs> you ladies continue to have fun because you're reminding us as listeners how much we all have in common and how social communication can bring our world together in such a beautiful way. Yep. Great job. Thank you. All of that and all we was trying to do is talk about the show we like. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, King. Now, Tyrion Lannister is my homie. Small in stature, tall in wisdom, and his vices are the same as mine. Women and, well, I don't drink, so I guess women and weed. Oh, shit. Lord. (laughs) But along with him, I root for Arya Stark now. Had her ass kicked, family killed or lost, fending for herself since fat crayons and chocolate milk. But she will beat Jack and Hagar because he taught her to be faceless. Therefore, she is too elusive to lose a fight now. She is a walking weapon like Oprah Winfrey at a potluck luncheon. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, that is cold-blooded. That was foul. Oh, that's foul. That's, that's foul. Foul. And she done lost 26 pounds. Damn. She's doing good. Mark my words, the little bitch is off the muscle now and is ready to <laughs> slice veins and take names. Mm. Have a blessed show, mommies. King of Kanigadum. <laughs> Thank you, King of Kanigadum. King. <laughs> That's the last time I'm going to say your whole name. <laughs> Forevermore, you'll be known as King. Oh, I love it. That is so funny. Lord. <sighs> Day. <laughs> Made by day. What did Oprah do to you, King? Yeah, now that was kind of harsh, King. <laughs> it might be true, but it was kind of harsh. Well, I like a buffet myself. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny. Oh, thank you, King. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Alex the Taxman. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Horn. 
Episode six, whatever his subject line is called. Episode six, whatever it was called. <laughs> called Blood of My Blood. Horn Hill. I never liked Downton Abbey anyway. Oh my gosh. Sam Tarley, glad he grew a pair of stones and took Gilly and Hartsbane out of there. Mm-hmm. But his dad is a card carrying Confederate flag wielding NRA Republican that wants to make Westeros oh, great again. Oh Lord. So he's gonna be coming after Sam to get that sword back. <laughs> I mean what will. part of his of this face says I ain't pretty enough to kill my son over a sword. He probably will go after him. Oh yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Sam will be able to go to Old Town Maester School as planned. Maybe he can take classes online at the DeVry Institute at Old Town. Mm, mm, cute mm. baby, though. Yeah, yes. he is Little really Sam cute. So cute. Really cute baby. Bravos. Something told me back when Ari was first scouting the place that she wasn't going to do it. If she's a servant, she can't be a Stark. And that won't work because Arya needs to go to Westeros yep. and do some Stark shit. Yep. It, she showed do. She does. It works out beautifully. We get to see a final showdown between Arya and the Waif. Yeah, that's yes, going to be good. King's Landing. What a disappointment. I was expecting t- some fighting. I know. Maybe a little uprising. Some double crossing. A good death or two. <laughs> but nothing. See, that's what King yeah. said. Yeah. Or no, that's what Andre said. But I, me. I think they're setting it up, though. I'm sure what happened was important. Ha- what was important. Whatever. I wasn't here for it. The only person that didn't disappoint me was Mace Tyrell. I mean, were those peacock feathers coming out of his helmet? <laughs> Did y'all notice? <laughs> Probably. Did y'all notice how his horse is being led by somebody else? Yes. Does he know how to ride a horse? No. So Mace is basically a grown-up Robin Aaron whose mama didn't die. There you go. Yep. I mean, really. I don't see Lady Elena breastfeeding his ass. Oh, hell no. He is hereby permanently written off in my book. <laughs> the Twins. Remember at the Red Wedding when Edmund Tully, the groom, was being lifted while in his chair and carried out of the room in celebration? Yep. Did they really carry this man from the wedding straight to a jail cell? Yep. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Damn, that's cold. I'm glad Littlefinger was telling the truth. Now we get to see Blackfish. Yeah. And Jamie and Brienne are headed there, too. Yep. Should make for an interesting cast down there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Bran. Benjen. Yay! I'm sure Bran is happy to see his uncle, but Mira is even more glad to see him because now she don't have to carry his deadweight ass <laughs> across the North Pole. Ain't that the truth. Bran, learn how to levitate or fly or something. Travel arrangements will not always be available for the handicapped beyond the wall. <laughs> well, what they need to do is get him a horse. Get that uh, uh, saddle like when a, he was a kid. Yes, or get a wagon or something. Mm-hmm. Danny. Every speech is better when riding atop a dragon. (laughs) I wish I had a dragon for my debate tournaments in high school. (laughs) My question is, though, what happened to her horse? Did Drogon get a horse brunch? Oh, yeah, because she rode off on the horse but came back on Drogon. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, he might be gone. That was a pretty horse, too. Mm -hmm. Can PETA even be mad at a horse being fed to a dragon? Mm. I don't know. It's, It's fucked up, though. Poor horse. I think the horse is still there. So how many more seasons is it going to take Danny to get to Westeros, sisters? At this point, I believe it when I see it and not a second sooner. It might, it might be by the end of this season, but I doubt it. I, I doubt think it'll it. be next season. Alex, the tax man. P.S. 
I heard you guys answer my question on Ask the Sisters. <laughs> Thanks for all of your advice. Mm-hmm. I think I will combine all of your opinions. We will go on loving each other as one family and not worry about last names. Exactly. We'll look deeper into child support. And Sister J, I'll get that test done. But it will be on the DL, Sister K. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, guys. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. And you know and what, thank though? thank you for the update. Yeah, thank you for the update. And... And truly, though, I think you're going to be really pleased if you just go ahead and get the D- DNA done on the DL. And that way, forevermore, you know. Yeah, one way And or that another. way, one way or another, by the time she gets 18, she but might at, ask you. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. Because you guys are already a family. So exactly. none of that matters. You don't have to change anything. However... However, the reason why I suggested you do that, and that's because then if it turns out that you are the biological, she needs to know that mm-hmm. later, but not at no tender age that she is. Much later. Yeah, much later. And maybe, Teen- teenager later. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. Thank you, Alex, for that update, because we appreciate having an update. Yes. And we appreciate I, I bet we won't get no update from Anonymous, though. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't gotten any. Uh, I, think we, I don't think we've gotten one thing for Ask the Sisters. So mm-hmm. if any of y'all want to send a question to Ask the Sisters, yep. you send it to sisterspeak at gmail.com and just put Ask the Sisters in the subject line so we know right. what it's and, about. And when we do uh, and if you want an to, episode three, then we will, you know, have mm-hmm. your questions. Episode four. Uh, oh. We did three. Was that the third one? Yeah. Damn. Didn't realize we already done yeah. three. Okay. All right. So our next email is from Sir with Love. Hey, sir. Hey, sir. Hey, sisters. Well, this week was once again. <laughs> Sister Jay. Say it. Once again. Another strong episode that was firing on all cylinders. Yep. I got some questions that maybe y'all can help me with. Mm-hmm. But first. My adult music selections for your upcoming reunion <laughs> event. First, MJ has to represent, so I'm going to recommend Don't Stop Till You Get Enough from the Off the Wall, a.k.a. Black Mike al- album. I like that. Yeah. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Woo! Oh, Lord. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Um, okay. <laughs> and any sane DJ at a sister speak affair has got to spin one or both versions of I'm every woman, right? Yep. I like them both. So y'all just decide and enjoy. I like, I have to say, I love me some Chaka Khan, but I like Whitney's version the best. Yeah. Well, first of all, sir, we don't have a DJ mm. for our event. We are going to be just playing a playlist, I think. That's what he mean. To include well, I'm just trying to let playlist. you know we're not going to have a DJ, but... Like a person person. We're going to try to get our little playlist together so that we can just play it and go and mm-hmm. just go on with, about our business. And I have both those versions, so we'll have to Unless somebody wants to volunteer to DJ, then we'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. Different. He says, uh, my questions for this week. One, who told Sam that he looked better dressed in something other than black? That outfit this week is clearly not from the extra large store. <laughs> I know. All. It was a little tight, wasn't it? That blue thing. Whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I know. It's petty. Yes, it was. 
And I felt bad because his daddy fat shamed him yeah, with that did. bread. But I was totally distracted from his story with 10 pounds of his sugar packed in an 8 pound sack. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. Ah, that's so true. That's that so is true. fucked up. Look, oh, sir, when that you've is so got true. extra meat, sometimes the meat rearranges <laughs> and your shit don't fit like it used to fit. Oh, Lord. And you don't realize that shit till you get to work and then you stuck in that outfit all day. <laughs> oh, we talking some personal shit. <laughs> I'm trying to say just give the motherfucker a break, okay? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh. Two. Why in the hell didn't Arya move her happy tail onto the next boat sailing with Needle and get to skitting? Well, because, because she because wants to it, take care of some shit first. Right, because it's already evening and she know they're coming for her ass. Boo, if you're bad enough to defy the many-faced god, not once but twice, then you might want to get gone far away and stay gone. No, she... Mm-mm. Well, I think she's got to get some shit done first, yeah. which is meaning she wants to get that wave because that wave kicked her ass so many yeah. times. And then see what Jack and going to try to do. And then mm-hmm. she's going to decide whether she run or not. Probably. Yeah, probably three. So Walter Frey just decided to send a raven with a notarized memo saying that he gives zero fucks about his peeps. Huh? Mm-hmm. Your daughter and your grandson have just been viciously murdered by Ramsey. But oh, no. You obsess instead on the high crime of people snickering behind your back. You know, that's a good point. He don't know that, does he? I don't. How could he not know? I don't think he knows. Mm. I think he, I mean, I don't think Ramsey sent a raven talking about. Yeah. She got mauled up. I think what he would have sent was. Then how did the umbers know? The umber dude with Rick on. He has an inside track, honey. Well, yeah. I wonder if he lives to see that campaign to take back River Run go bad. And speaking of that, four. Hmm. Is there a traffic light or a yield sign on the way to River Run? <laughs> Looks like everybody is making their way to town to throw some hands. <laughs> but who's going to be fighting who? Somehow I see that Weasel Littlefinger playing Michael, Michael Buffer with a let's get ready to rumble as all that action jumps off. Hmm. All right, sir, wrapping it up. Y'all stay woke, sir, with love. <laughs> P.S. Important question. Now, I recall that neither of y'all like to fly, so sir wonders, how are y'all actually getting to Chi-Town? Road trip? And if so, who's bringing those church's chicken gizzards to snack on? <laughs> Ooh, I know, that's right. Ooh, actually, yeah. church doesn't make gizzards. It's um Popeye's. No, uh, Chicken it? Express makes them. Oh, I thought it was Popeyes. Do they make gizzards? I okay, no, you, those would be good. I need to check out the Popeyes. I think you get about Popeyes. This church. Anyway, uh, uh, sir, we taking a road trip. Road trip, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a long one. So long guess what? One. We gonna have to do some podcasting while we on the road. Mm-hmm. It's been years since we've done a road trip podcast, and we're also gonna stop, stop over yes. too. Oh yeah, it's gonna have to because yeah. it's too long to do in one day mm-hmm. without being tired too tired but i mean I'm, there's gonna be several stops to eat get snacks mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know that kind of shit it'll yeah. probably take uh a while though but yeah road trip so we're gonna drive we'll probably um the week after we get back unless 
we're able to put it out quickly somehow, which we can do on the road. Um, you'll see, you'll have a road trip podcast coming your way. So just stay tuned for yeah, that. It'll be a road trip. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay. Our next email is from Stacy. Hey, Stacy. Hello, lovely sisters. First of all, drink. <laughs> Yay, Benjamin. Yay. I'm following up on the question about time. You can think of time as a con- construct that we have on this earth, but in the larger universe, there is no time because everything occurs all at once. Any thought you have manifests itself. So there can be multiple realities out there. For instance, there can be a reality where Sister J and K never meet, boo, or where you are blood <laughs> sisters or blood brothers. So an infinite number of realities are occurring at the same time. If you are in another dimension where you can see all timelines, then you can see the cause and effects of every decision of every possible path you you could take. We only perceive time because we jump from parallel earth to parallel earth. Whichever parallel earth matches our specific vibration, what particular set of circumstances we are resonating to. It's as if each parallel reality is a stick figure card the figure is already drawn next to it a figure on a card that is already drawn but slightly different and so on when you put the cards together you fan it and it looks like the stick figures are moving that is how we perceive movement but it's a jump from parallel reality to parallel reality a similar analogy would be a film strip each a separate picture but when moved it feels like a story is unfolding and time is passing thus moving picture so it's not that brand can affect the past exactly, but he can go from reality to reality from another dimension and can watch the pictures from a different awareness and go into the picture that matches his particular vibration. But that reality has already happened. What is dead may never die. If you can think of it already happened, it already happened. It already is in this reality or the next. Your sister in time, Stacy of Laguna Beach. Thank, Thank you, Stacy, for that long ass explanation. Whew, my head hurts. From okay, after well, first all that. of all, like I that see, was too much. That, uh, that's way too much. And well, to it's me, too much to kind of comprehend. To without, me, it just still does not do the effect of explaining those particular scenes in, in that episode, um, as well as. Bran was in two time periods at the same time. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, all the, oh, there's there's 50 million dimensions and this dimension. No, 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 no. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's. Well, it could be that, but it's it's hard to wrap. The whole thing makes your head kind of hurt. And I mean, I read science fiction all the time and I'm sorry, but that didn't make no sense. Nothing ain't making sense to your ass today. Well, you know what? Then y'all need to bring it. They've been bringing it. Oh been no, they ain't. Explain some shit. Hey, but I don't know. I'm just saying that. it's confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Stacy. Though, because hell, we need some kind of shit explanation, whether yeah. we understand it or not. Being, okay, being in two different uh, time. Well, that's basically what she was saying. Is is the simplest way to explain? That's basically what she said. Mm-hmm. She just added some more flavor to it that. A whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Just like Victor. Thank you, Stacy. <laughs> J. Thank you, Stacy, for your attempt at okay. explaining it. Our to next us. email is from Mickey. Hey, Nikki. Mickey. Nikki. 
Mickey. Oh, Mickey. Yes. With like Mickey Mouse. M and Mickey. <laughs> I don't think he wants to be called Mickey Mouse. Oh, sorry. Hi, sisters. First, I want to start by thanking you for doing this podcast. Okay. So many of the... Well, you're welcome. Thank you. So many of the podcasts out there recapping shows like Game of Thrones are from the same stale perspective, and you provide a much-needed outlet to ruminate over what's going on in the series in a totally unique, fun, and engaging way. Thank you. Thank you. As a fellow nerdy person of color... What do you mean, Fellow trying to call us nerdy <laughs> i guess so i guess I'm joking, so we are nerdy as a fellow nerdy person of color I'm i am nerdy. so grateful to have discovered the sister speak network <laughs> we are too mickey oh are we nerdy because we wear glasses is that what you're trying to say nerdy. i don't he as a fellow nerdy person of color that's what he says how you and know I, this guy i'm assuming that mickey is a guy mickey can be a girl it's a guy because I can see his real name. Oh, okay. Okay. There. <laughs> but I don't see. I protect our listeners. <laughs> I don't. I don't say. If you don't sign the shit with your name, I I read what the fuck you sign your shit with. All right. Okay. So Mickey is a dude. Thank you, Mickey, dude. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey, for the compliments. We appreciate. We do appreciate it. Now, as for my feedback on this past episode of Game of Thrones, Blood of My Blood, I am so scared for Arya Stark. The waif looked all too pleased with herself upon getting the go-ahead from Jacken to retrieve Arya's face following her failure to assassinate Lady Crane. That's why I think she's going to get her ass mm-hmm. kicked. And her telling Jack and you promised me just confirms our suspicions that the waif had it in for her since day one. Day one. Yeah, because she mm-hmm. wants Jack and to herself. Exactly. I don't blame her for that, but still. <laughs> Given that we've watched the waif beat that ass season after season as mm-hmm. part of Arya's training, how can we reasonably expect her to be able to defend herself now that she's an adult? Excuse me. Now that she's an actual target for assassination. Mm. Oh, I think she will be able to. She will be. Because she got that needle. She's got needle and she's learned how to fight with that stick. Exactly. But I think the main reason Arya is going to whip that ass and kill the waif is because when she was fighting with that staff, her motivation or desire anyway was to learn how to be faceless. She was blind and everything else. But she her motivation ain't that no more. She did better when she couldn't see. Yeah, it's not that no more. She has given up this uh, face of shit. She going back. Yeah, yeah she's got she's more going motivation. back to Westeros. Yeah, nothing that's happened so far would lead us to believe that she stands any chance, unless we are to assume that Arya's secretly been letting the waif beat her, so that if something goes down, she'll have an upper hand by being underestimated and thereby having an element of surprise. See, I like that. Could idea. be. Could be. Remember in season one when Daddy Ned said to Jamie, I don't fight in tournaments because when I fight a man for real, I don't want him to know what I can do. I'm really hoping mm-hmm. that Arya's taking a page from her father's book and hasn't been showing the faceless everything she's capable of because mm-hmm. she believes secretly that she might have to make an escape. Oh, I like what? that. That's very good. I like that idea. That's very good. What do you two think? Warmest oh. regards, Mickey. 
Thank you, Mickey. You know what? That's really good. I think mm-hmm, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. idea. Because I was wondering, how does she go from beating this chick blind to then getting her ass beat when she could see? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. It just didn't make sense. That makes perfect sense. I like that. She was kind of laying low a little bit. Uh I like that idea to let them underestimate her. And plus, we already know she is excellent with needle. Yes. Yeah. She's been trained. Uh Uh-huh. By a bravosi man. Exactly. So. Mm -hmm. I need to go back and watch that. Yeah, he was good. I like him. Thank you, Mickey. Okay, our next feedback is from Simone. Hey, Simone. Hey, sisters. It's Simone, a.k.a. Fancy Pants TV. (laughs) Fancy Pants 1, excuse me, or just plain old Fancy Pants. Glad you liked my five-star review, Beautifully Belligerent. (laughs) Yes, we love that. Yeah, we did. Anywho, on to Dim Thrones. This episode was full of tired-ass speeches. Daddy Tyrell (laughs) gave a tired tired ass speech (laughs) motivating absolutely no one no one and danny blew more of the lane of the same hot air (laughs) bitch stop talking about it and be about it shit (laughs) (laughs) meanest meanest man in westeros goes to lord tarley i like sam but i wanted to yell boy you're a man of the night's watch and you're letting your daddy talk to you like a damn waiter thank you Best parts of this episode were the return of Uncle Benjamin and Needle. Yep. Here's hoping Arya nicks the waif where she can't be unnicked. Un-nicked. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Simone. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Nick I her where she can't be Remember Yorin? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I miss that character, too. He was a good character. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, that's funny. Nick <laughs> him where he can't be unnicked. Un-nicked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Simone. Okay. Our next feedback is from Scotty Zombie. Hey, Scotty. Hey. Dear Sister J, Sister K, and the whole Sister Speak Nation, my name is Scotty Zombie, and although I have been listening to Sister Speak's Walking Dead podcast for roughly three years, and just recently started listening to your Game of Thrones podcast, this is my first time writing into the show. I know, because I was like, I've never heard of Scotty Zombie. Yeah, welcome, Scotty. So, hello, Sister Speak Nation. Hey, Scotty Zombie. I want to call you Zombie (laughs) Scotty. And yes, just so that we're all clear, as Jack and Hagar might say, the zombie has a name. (laughs) I've registered to join all of you in Chicago, so I figured it would be best to make myself known, as it were, prior to the Chicago event. Oh, yeah. Yay. Woohoo. Love the funk y'all plan to play. Yeah. But I have to admit, I've kind of lost my maroon and gray felt slacks from the 70s. <laughs> along with my maroon double knit pants and white silk shirt. Well, now, it's not going to be a 70s themed uh, party. No. You wear whatever you want. Wear what you want. Casual. But if you want to, go ahead and rock it. <laughs> I wouldn't go with any um, corduroy, though. <laughs> you might start a fire. <laughs> Where the hell has disco sensibility gone? Stacks forever. <laughs> Due to my status as a zombie, my flesh smells a bit, so I'll make sure to douse myself with enough Old Spice to choke a wilding giant. <laughs> Smack that shit into the wall. 
I hope I'm not approaching the long as email threshold. I do feel like this might be getting a bit long, but as I am a zombie and thus lacking the brain power of non-zombies, my sense of timing <laughs> is somewhat distorted. Hence my goofy ass walk. I'll try to speed it up. Mm. Um, what I'm going to do is provide a couple of insights into the season of Game of Thrones, of course, from a zombie's point of view. Point one, as I see it, and yes, zombies can see, people need to stop giving the writers so much shit about Danny's adventures. Let's look at the facts. One, she wants to invade a country across the sea. Two, she has an army. Three, she has the army due to all the conquering she's been doing for the last few seasons. Boring as shit for sure, but necessary if you want to take over a country across the sea. True. Yeah. Four, she has no ships. Acquiring the number of ships and soldiers it takes to take over a country across the sea takes years. And five, of course, communications suck because ravens can't carry long as emails. <laughs> That's true. So everybody chill. Danny's going to get to busting ass as soon as she's good and ready. Boop. Point two. <laughs> this season is probably best described as the War of the Five Queens. Danny, Cersei, Sansa, Ilaria, and Dorne. Impact yet to be determined. And Olena and Marjorie Tyrell, best badass tag team in history. Mm -hmm. Since we zombies are not interested in reproduction, gender equality is, is the status quo in zombie culture. However, for human culture, in which patriarchy still rules, it seems progressive for women to be in charge. We zombies love this progressive trend in human movie making, and we truly hope the writers allow these women to be intellectual, ruthless leaders just as we've come to expect from the male leaders. And I tell you what, if Marjorie were able to get past the smell of my breath and my rotten flesh, Lord have mercy, we'd have to ship that zombie. Anyway, thanks for reading this entire long-ass email. As long as. I'll keep it short next time. My bony-ass fingers can't handle this much typing anymore anyhow. Damn. So until next week, Littlefinger's gonna get the blue-eyed rot. Ramsey will for sure get got. Melisandre gonna be gone by Drogon. All five queens gonna get their game on. Peace out, Scotty Zombie. Thank you, Scotty. <laughs> Thank you, Scotty Zombie. For the feedback, but that was too fucking long. <laughs> My throat is parched. Shit. Keep that shit short. That was clever, though. Yeah, that, that ending was and very yes, clever. And yes, it is like the War of the Five Queens. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the Alaria part. I would take her out. Mm -hmm. But even though it is the War of the Five Queens, and you put that there. stupid gender quality bullshit crap up in there, but this is still Westeros. Women only have so much power and clout. Well, true. As long as there are male heirs in their houses. Right, but see, yeah. we're not... So, yeah, but again, they're the strongest ones. Even and, if they do have a male in their houses, that's they're true. the ones... But they season, have to use their cunning to manipulate the right. males to do shit. Right. In this the, season, right. they're the ones that are motivating and pushing forward agendas mm -hmm. and shit. And it's been nice to see that change. Yeah. At least I think it has. It has. So thank you, Scotty. Zombie. <laughs> okay. Our next feedback is a voicemail and it is from Jenny Lynn. Hey, Jenny Lynn. Hey, Jenny Lynn. Hi, sisters. This is Jenny Lynn from Mississippi. Call and give my feedback on Blood of My Blood. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put in my nomination for best performance for a child actor under the age of 12 because of that little baby that played little Sam Tarley <laughs> was acting his pampers off. I know. I, you could not have told me that lady was not his grandma, mama, auntie, somebody because he just seemed so 
so happy and his face was so expressive. I know. Um, also, I did not expect to see um, the Westeros version of MTV Cribs the other night. <laughs> Those Tarleys are downright looted. Um, between the fat shaming, mm-hmm. the slut shaming, the family theft, mm-hmm. all we needed was some earth, wind, and fire playing in the background, <laughs> biz whiz, or dominoes. And um, it seemed a lot like Thanksgiving's gone by with my crazy family, yes. as odd as that may sound. Um, but at the end of the day, Sam has the Valerian steel sword. Yay to him. He has the knowledge or is going to get more knowledge. And he also, to my knowledge, has the only male offspring of Craster that is not a white like his brother uncles. Mm-hmm. So hopefully these yeah. three factors will mean something once it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly hoping that Sam will prove not to be as useless as some people make him out to be. Mm-hmm. I agree. At Baylor Sept, I downright hollered when I saw Mace Tyrell being led down that alley um, with someone guiding his horse like he was a five-year-old at the county fair. (laughs) It is no surprise to me that Marjorie will have to do what she has to do because these men are clearly not handling it. Exactly. I'm not sure if she's drinking a glass of um, the High Sparrow's Kool-Aid or if she has made her some um, Westeros-style lemonade and is just going to do what she needs to do to be the queen bee, not only of the crown, but the queen bee of the church, but more power to her. I am hoping that's what's going on here. Whoo. Um, oh, my goodness. I forget this. Uncle Edmir, nobody is coming to see you, Otis. Nobody. You have been in a trapped in a prison where all I can tell is women and old Walter Frey. Whereas your uncle, who's managed to not only... Get your daddy's funeral boat on fire with the arrow that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's managed to overtake them and recapture River Run on what is essentially a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. So nobody is checking for you, boo. But I am checking for Bree Ann and Jamie to meet up in the yes, Riverlands. I'm I have my fingers crossed on that one. Yep. Um it's not long happen. ass today, ladies. And I'll just talk to y'all later. Bye. Thank you, Jillian. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. Yes, that's what I was excited about when I found out he was going to River Run. I mm-hmm. said, oh, snap. That means they can reunite. That's the first thing people thought. And yeah, Marjorie is just fooling, fooling, fooling. I think so. She is doing whatever she needs to do to get yep. the hell out of there. The F out of die. And get back home. Yeah. Yep, I think so. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what they it do. It will. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. I want to say Jenny Lynn with an accent on the end of it. Jenny oh, Lynn. Oh, Lord. I don't know why. Sorry, Jenny. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mm. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters and fam. I was having trouble syncing my notes, so I'm foregoing the voicemail this week. I hope it's not long as. It's been a while. (laughs) So Uncle Benjamin is a hybrid white walker. Are there others like him? Does he know about Bran being marked by the Night King and what that means? Well, I don't think he's a hybrid white walker. (laughs) He's not a white walker at all. But he got... He got stabbed and was about to turn. They had to unturn him, so he's something. He's got to mm. be something. Mm. Um, does he know about Bran being marked by the Night King and what that means? Does Bran even understand what being marked means? I think Bran is going to be followed by the Night King forever. And what do you guys think about Bran's vision? Looks like he saw the past and the future. Yeah. I think so. Yep. Yep. And I think, well. Just it, like with Hodor. Yeah. 
Marjorie better be playing all of them because that shit was a mess. Mm-hmm. I know Sister J hates Sam, but he did good stealing his daddy's sword. <laughs> and his dad continues proving that Ned was the only likable dad in Westeros. Mm-hmm. But daddy gonna be hunting him yeah, now. Yeah, he's gonna be getting him because mm-hmm. he's so damn mean. Yeah. He ain't gonna be able to let that shit no, go. No, he's not gonna let it go. No. So how much danger is Arya in now that the Waif got the okay to take her down? And where will she go when she gets to Westeros? See, that's the Now, question. that's going to be interesting. I feel like she's going to get the waif gone, get the, you know, get the waif, and then jump into the traveling play. Oh, yeah. And run off with them to get away. Could be. Could be. Because I think the only way to get away from West, uh, from Bravos is um, by boat, or to, mm-hmm. you know, to leave is by boat. So I bet you she's going to hop there and hide. Somehow. Now, that would be a good story. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, uh, let's see. Walter Frey still ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And Drogon is big as fuck. Big. That's it. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Until next time, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. P.S. Oh. I'll make sure to make my notes on the iPad so I can send the voicemail next time. <laughs> P.S.S. <laughs> Nothing new. Just wanted to hear Sister J's reaction to the second P.S. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shalita. Thank don't be, you, Shalita. Don't be testing me. <laughs> Thank you, Shalita. See, that just confirms they like it when mm. you get irate. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Drogon is big as fuck. He I is mean, really he is big. Huge. But I think they did that on purpose to show some time passage yeah. so we could mm-hmm. see that he's he's full grown now. He's got to be full grown. Mm-hmm. Got to be. By full grown. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shalita. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. How? Wow, this season has been so good. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it's almost over? No, sad. It just started. I'm actually getting sad and starting to fringe my episodes. See? (laughs) Now you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you didn't get that, huh? Yeah, I do get it. That's what I said last week. That's why I never went, I never watched because when I know it's coming to an end, I get, I want to savor it and let it linger. Mm, mm, mm. But in Game of Thrones, I can't really do that. But Mm, you know. mm, mm. And you letting him slide with the F word. Yep. Fringing mm-hmm. definition noun to purposefully delay watching an episode because its conclusion is quickly nearing to record episodes of a loved show and never watch them out of nostalgia of previous seasons. Oh, and you're going to let that See? slide. No, we talked about this last mm-hmm. week, Sister J. Did uh, you forget? No, I forgot. That's what I was explaining. That is exactly why I'm accepting this use of the F word. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Cause it's true. And you dropped a ball on that one. <laughs> Show did. But okay. I've got two comments, one question and one speculation. Like mm. to hear it. Here we go. Mm. One. First, I want to give a big shout out to all those family members who have, who, excuse me, all those family members we have that we keep at a distance. The ones we don't associate with or the ones who don't come around the family all that often. You know, a black sheep of the family. (laughs) We all have a cousin Pookie or an uncle Ray Ray. Or for the white folks, they have a Bruno, Bobby, or Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) But then some shit pops off, some real shit. When you know you can't call on nobody else, they show up and take care of business for you. Mm. Thank you, Uncle Benjamin. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm. Two, what the high garden fuck was Lady Elena doing at that standoff? Mm -hmm. Did y'all see her pull up in that carriage with her first Baptist church fan? (laughs) Yeah. I've heard of ringside seats, but old girl was in the way had things really started jumping off. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Yeah. What was she going to, what was she doing out there when she knows she got bad hips? She was probably going to have them snatch up Marjorie. She can't run or duck. Yeah, but she came up in there. Well, in my opinion, she arrived up in there in that carriage. So when the shit kicked off, they could snatch up Marjorie, put her in that carriage with her. And run off. Yeah. And they could go on while the fight was She was was in the way, though, because if it really did go down, Mm -hmm. she'd have been caught in the crossfire. Oh, well. Anyway. Three. Question. Okay, I want to know for real... For real, for real, why both you ladies are routing, excuse me, are rooting for Cersei to get out of this mess with the sparrows and wreak havoc. Now, for me, I love the character, but not only is all of this her fault, but she also weakened the crown all because of her narrow-minded jealousy of Marjorie Mm -hmm. and put her last baby boy in danger by not caring about the incest rumors. That's Mm -hmm. true. Well, that is a point. She did all of this. I personally don't like the High Sparrow as he reminds me of too many religious extremists, but she's got all of this coming. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you're right. But this is is what we say. We've been saying, Mm -hmm. even though we want her to get got, we don't want her to get got by this motherfucker. No, not by him. Not by him. We want her to get got has got to get mm-hmm. he's too damn big for his britches he's done coming there like he owned the joint i want her to get got by a stark or a stark relative yes or brianne yeah yeah that's what i want but not this fucking high sparrow right Mm-mm. no it needs to happen by the people we want it to happen by. yeah mm-hmm. there you go <laughs> four speculation okay so cersei is saying she will demand a trial by combat First of all, how do we know the faith militant allows that? Well, there you go. But okay, let's assume she can call on the Mountainstein to be her champion. Who does the faith militant call upon? Mm-hmm. All, automatically, I thought of the hound Sandor Clegane. But even though I don't think he's dead, I do think he suffered some permanent physical damage. What mm. if the High Sparrow knows that no one can beat the mountain and therefore calls upon Lancel Lannister? That would pit mm-hmm. the Lannister house against each other with Cersei versus Kevin. Ooh. You know what? Okay, you're the second person to say that. And see, that no. never even occurred to me. The other person said Loras, not Lancel. That's true. Okay. Yeah. But but still, it it, it the point I'm making is it never occurred to me, yeah, me that the High Sparrow would maybe plan in one of them, like, you know, a relative of one of the houses yeah. in Westeros to be mm-hmm. their champion. Could be. Oh, man. Yep. That's some good thinking, y'all. Queen Regent against Hand of the King. Oh, and Jamie won't be there to negotiate. Mm-mm. I don't know if any of this will happen. Just an interesting, unresearched thought. Mm-hmm. A. Manny Menzies. Mm-hmm. Edmer Tully. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. That's That's good, though. Yeah, that's a good That's a good thought. Mm -hmm. What if they... I mean, who else could they get to fight? The only thing you could do is is that, which is surprise them and have Loris or um, 
Lancel would Lancel. make better better sense though. Yeah, it would. Because first of all, Loris has been in a dungeon for however long. He ain't ready. So right, and that and that would be totally unfair, I think, even to the townspeople. Mm-hmm. But to have Lancel do it, he's one of yeah. the faith. Yep. Ooh, that would pit Tommen and Uncle Kevin, wouldn't it? Because Kevin said he wanted his son back. He did, or Cersei and Uncle Kevin. Which they already at odds. Yeah, they already at he odds. He already be rolling his eyes whenever she comes in. Oh around. man, that's gonna be interesting. Interesting, Annie. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hello, sisters. It's Daniel from Chicago. Ooh. The Tyrells final finally decided to go get their kids back and arrive with part of their army. Too late though, as the High Sparrow turned Marjorie and Tommen. Did you see the smirk he gave Jamie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to smack him. I did. I wanted to smack him. Do you think him. Marjorie actually turned or is she playing the sparrow? She playing the yeah. sparrow. I didn't see Laura's release. So did they just decide he wasn't important at anymore once the king and queen united with the sparrows? See, that's what we're wondering. He is the heir to their family and they didn't use the army to get him. Mm. Well, I'm assuming that they would let him go since they're working together. That's what I assume. I'm assuming, but yeah. Since they didn't show us that, I don't yeah, know if we, we can, don't know if we can even trust that part. Yeah, see, we don't know. I didn't mind the Danny scene with the Drogon, but it seems redundant. We already know the Dothraki are going to follow her, and she has a dragon. Mm-hmm. Do we really need the pep rally in the middle of the desert? Well, see, these Dothraki don't notice. Right. Though. And all the Dothraki that actually know she's magical mm-hmm. um, are dead from Karth because they mm-hmm. got killed up. But And they know she's magical from that fire, but they ain't seen them dragons yet. Right. And as I repeat, she led them past that uh, to the Dothraki anyway. That sacred mountain that the Dothraki finds sacred. Right. And and that's the same spot where she points out to them that Khal Drogo promised to her that he would take her across the sea and get her little kingdom and stuff. Yep. See, so she did that for the spirituality of it to the Dothraki, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And let's face it, Drogon just reinforces your shit. Yes, he does. (laughs) Yeah. Jamie got sent away. I think Cersei has a little too much confidence in the mountain. I think so. He should have lost to Oberyn and seemed slower than he was before. What if the, that's because of all that damn armor. Yeah. What if the Faith's trial by combat isn't one-on-one? Hmm. Hmm. Walter Frey and his pedophile self returns. Oh, yeah. I hate that man. No. His kids lost River Run, and there is mention of the Brotherhood Without Banners messing them up. Mm-hmm. Plus, I forgot about the Brotherhood Without Banners. Yeah, see, that's where that thorough of gear yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Plus, it looks like the Blackfish is returning. Yay. I would love for them to start paying for the real, excuse me, for the Red Wedding. Yes, thank you. Hello. Yeah, somebody got to pay. If the Freight Army marches on River Run, will that give Littlefinger a chance to avenge Catelyn Stark with the Knights of the Vale? Or will he just stay north to wait for the coming battle at Winterfell? I don't know. I feel like I, I feel know. like um, Littlefinger will try to get Somebody at the yeah, the because I do think, in my opinion, I do think that Littlefinger for really wants 
some revenge for Lady Cat. Yeah. Because he really did love uh, Catelyn. Yeah, and then I think after he does that, he's going to try to figure out a way to get to Winterfell <coughs> and and help take that shit over and try to I think so. ingratiate himself. Try to make amends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, my favorite returning character, Arya. The real Arya. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. She knows the faceless men will be coming for her. She is no assassin, but she has had training from Serial Pharrell, mm-hmm. the Hound, and the faceless men. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take her too lightly. The only thing that would have been even better was if before she blew out the candle, she had said Cersei, Illin Payne, the Mountain, mm-hmm. and the faceless men. I want her deathless back. Yeah. Thanks for your podcast. As always, Daniel from Chicago. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel, for that longish. <laughs> that was kind of long, well, it Daniel. Well, because we kept talking through it, but, right? But um, uh, yeah, I think I think Arya is going to reprive her list. I think so. after she dispatches the waif. But but see, the question is, it's going to be what does Jacken do? That's the question. See, because we all know she's going to be best in that wave. Yeah. But I don't know um, how she's going to best Jacken. Yeah. Well, but she may not have to. Right. She may not See, have to. That'd be nice. Because he's got a little affinity for her. So, because yep. he's the one that gave her a second chance in the first place. I know. Rather than killing her. But look, honestly, of any of the, of the storylines, to me, his character is the one they've jacked up the most. Mm-hmm. They've changed his character, and I get it. He's in a different setting. Mm-hmm. Way too many fucking clothes. He doesn't. He's not the Jackin, the lighthearted Jackin we knew. I know. I guess because of where he is, it's supposed to be respectful. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same character to me as season one. Yeah. yeah or mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, season two. But yeah. So they're two, gonna I mean. need to do something with him. And so, either let him be the old Jackin, mm-hmm. or let's be done with this whole shit, you know? Yep. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Daniel. Okay, our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. I almost forgot to send my feedback. Uh-oh. Let's get it, Arya. Loved all the scenes she was involved in. Mm-hmm. Jackin was sad, but had to do it. My guess is that Arya will not die and kill her. Uh, yeah, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. Have a uh, ha- um, have a good one, ladies. Love to hear you talk and laugh. <laughs> my two favorite things must be when Sister K says "Love it" with a singing voice. Love it. Oh Lord. And the Lord have mercy from Sister J. For the random reason. Yeah. Lord, Lord. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Big fan from Belgium, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. <laughs> I'm forever saying that. Yeah, forever. she does. Love it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to see it. Well. Oh, wait till we get to Chicago. Y'all gonna see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Why you keep saying I'm a mean ass person when you're the one that's belligerent? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying you're mean ass. It's just the way you look and stuff when you be saying this shit. Yeah. What? I was smiling when I said love it. Mm-hmm. You weren't even looking up me. <laughs> you were looking down. You don't know that because you was looking over there. I was looking at the damn words. Yes. He's so ignorant. <laughs> Yeah, y'all all see. That's what you always she say. She is yeah. ignorant. Wait, wait. That's what 
would you always say? And you know I know everything. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. That's the problem. You think you do. I know but everything. You don't, which is what makes you ignorant. <laughs> exactly why. Oh Lord. Mm. Okay, our next email, actually it's a voicemail, is from Fetz. Hey Fetz. Fetz. How you doing? It's Fetz from T- Toronto. Here's my feedback for Blood of My Blood. Sister J, Sister K, it's Fetz from Toronto, and let's talk some Game of Thrones. Game Precisely of Thrones. one, Arya Stark. So after season one, mm-hmm. she became one of my favorite characters. You yep. know, her story about you know the journey of this little girl to become a hardened assassin to avenge her family. That's just a great setup. Yep. Yes. But we're six seasons in already, and she's still getting her ass whooped by the <laughs> way on a daily basis. Mm. And the show is setting up this confrontation between her and the waif. And because now she has a needle, she has all this confidence that she could beat the waif. I don't think so. You know, yeah, I mean, it's sad to know that she's not the warrior, that she hasn't become the warrior that we've all wanted to become. And yeah, she killed Marin Tran last season, but that was more of an assassination, surprise attack mm-hmm. type deal. But for her she, to go toe to toe with a trained killer, with a seasoned fighter like the Wave, yeah, I don't think she has a chance in Seven Hells. You know, but she'll probably beat her because the show needs her to beat her. But it's not gonna feel earned at all. What? You know, I mm-hmm. hope they do something clever, something interesting, what something unexpected. About? Hmm. But if she beats the wave, that's just bad storytelling. What? You know? So I'm yeah, I'm really down on her uh, story arc from here. But hey, Benjamin's back, and hopefully we get to see uh, Blackfish in the next episode. Yes. Yep. Rip Hodor. So until then, sisters, late. Thank you, Fats. Thank you, Fats. I don't um, agree. I think Arya is going to beat the wave. I think she because is. Because they haven't really seen, well, this wave hasn't seen Arya the way we've seen Arya before exactly. with the Hound and with Sirio. Now, yeah, she was a little girl then, but she's learned some things since then. Well, not only that, but I liked uh, whichever one of our family mem- members had the suggestion that, especially once she got her eyesight back, Maybe she was holding back a little bit and, and, and allowing herself to get beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she realized, hey, these bitches are blinding people and shit. Yeah. I need to jet, but I'm going to do it in my own time. Yeah. And I'm going to have to let myself. It could be. Yeah, just get beat. We're going to see. And, and if she does beat the wave, I don't think that's bad storytelling at all. No, I don't mm-hmm. either. And matter of fact, she better beat her shit. Thank they you. better not kill her well, off. Well, they can't. No. They better they, not. They can't do they that. They bet not. They can't. No. Shoot. They cannot do that. Mm. I mean, they really cannot. I mean, mm. I know they like killing people and shit, but we can't have Arya no. down. No. 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 That ain't possible. I refuse. I rebuke it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Feds. Okay, our next email is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, sisters and fam. Uncle Benjamin is back. Yep. Dead or not, he was still looking good, and I loved his flaming flail. Is that what it's called? A flail? That oh, yeah, that, that he was thing. Spinning around? Yeah. One. With the fire on it. Drogon looks like he's been eating a whole lot of kids, oh. getting bigger and bigger <laughs> every episode. He is big. Gilly's baby, too. 
I swear that baby is bigger now than he was on the boat. Mm-hmm. At this rate, he will be training to be a maester with Sam next season. <laughs> he was so cute. I know. So cute. Two, Tommen is fucking shit up like his name is Bran Stark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm giving Sister J's weekly award nomination to Mira. Oh, please. <laughs> was hurting just watching her try to drag Bran through that snow. I know it. She even I know tried it. to shield him with her body when she couldn't go on anymore. Mm-hmm. That was some good de- desperate that was some good desperation See, acting. I what? thought it was good too because what? Yeah, because she felt so bad oh. that, that she couldn't protect him anymore. Please. And yeah, she was trying to shield him. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. No. Four, it was nice seeing Mad King Eris in Bran's vision. But did you all notice the wildfire? Yep. yep. We know Eris didn't get to use it thanks to Uncle Daddy Jamie. So could could that possibly be a vision of things to come? A certain sneaky... B was interested in wildfire before the Battle of the Blackwater, and she's claimed she would burn cities to the ground for her children just last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want to see her start burning some shit up. Well, I mean, Tyrion used some of it, though, but... He used, a lot. He used all of it, I thought. Yeah. But they could make more, I mean... I think they could make more. Mm-hmm. And he probably... They've probably been making more. Five. Now that Arya is on the run, how cool would it be for her and Bronn to team up? lovable rogues tearing Westeros up. Hmm. She'd have to meet his ass first. Yeah. Six. He's back. Yeah. He's back in Westeros. Though. I thought Sister J was tough on Sam until his daddy opened his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to show you that things can always get worse. <laughs> Gilly looked great cleaned up though. Probably mm. the first bath she's had since she was born. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Seven. I laughed when the High Sparrow told Tommen that the people will be better to Marjorie during her walk because she's not an asshole like his mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said it much nicer, though. Speaking of Marjorie, I have no doubt that she is playing a long con and just trying to save face. Yep. Did you see her smirk when the Tyrell army showed up? Yep. She kind of, I mean, she did like a little bitty, teeny, tiny. She did. Smirk, but, but then but, she switched, she fixed her face right. after that. But, but she, uh, did you see the surprise look on her face she when was Lady Tyre, uh, 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 Lady Olena got out of that carriage? Yep. She was surprised that yep. Lady Olena was there. Yep. Yeah. Eight. What if Dario is partnered with Euron? When Danny asked him how many ships she will need, he says a thousand. Euron said that he will need to build a thousand ships. The show doesn't throw around numbers like that for no reason. I don't think he is. Dario could have easily had some second sons burn the fleet while he was gone to give himself an alibi. It could just be bad writing, though. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think he's he's uh, in with Euron because... I don't know. Because, I don't like this fucking Dario, so I wouldn't put it past right. him. Well, but the reason why I say that, and that's because... Khaleesi is Dothraki. She's the queen of Dothraki. He knows that. There's no way he's going to go in with somebody who says, I'm coming over there and and, and I'll bed her and rule over her. And that way she's got the army. He wouldn't have told him that. Well, please. He told his fools that. Believe you me, no. I don't know. I'm I'm not putting nothing past that old fool. And I don't see where it's bad writing. He said. 
he was calculating in his mind. He said, okay, look, uh, you got all the Dothraki and their horses, the Unsullied, all of the um, uh, Second Sons. Let's see. It take, but he said a thousand plus ships. I don't see where that's uh, fishy at all. Hmm. I don't either. No. But, but um, I do agree that I don't throw a certain particular number out for no reason. So yeah, I don't think. Well, that's mean. it for me. I sadly had to remove like six bullet points to shorten my shit up. Good. Thank you for the great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> We don't need no fucking recap. We just did the recap. Everybody want to recap. Shit. Oh, gosh. That was hilarious. Oh, gosh. Um, thank you for the great podcast. <laughs> well, P.S. P.S. Walter Frey always cracks me up. He may be a despicable character, but I love him. I want him dead for what he did to Lady Cat and Rob, but I also want him to stick around and make sassy comments for a while. So I'm torn on my feelings. Mm. I, I want him gone. No, he's a fucking pedophile. pedophile. He got to go. He got to go. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. And his shit wasn't that funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Neither was you. <laughs> Jay is on it. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. Thank you, Jeff. <sighs> okay, our next email is... <laughs> oh gosh okay our next piece of feedback is a voicemail and it is from rainbow hey rainbow hey rainbow hey sisters it's rainbow from south of dorn here um <laughs> i am just calling to say that I feel like the real test for Arya, of course, is murdering the waif. <laughs> and when she blew out that candle, I just got chills yeah. and I cheered and I was yeah. like, ooh, badass. She's like, come here, bitch. I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah. Um, so I wonder, you know, if she brings the waif's face to Jack and what his reaction is going to be. Exactly. I mean, he used to be so flirty and cute with her. So I'm wondering if he's he'll be like psyched. I'm, I'm hoping. Sad. It just seems like the faceless men have no conscience and like. It just seemed that Jack had implied that, you know, they'll kill anybody for the right price. And I'm just thinking it's, you know, they got to keep the lights on. The bills are kind of high. It's a big place to heat in the, you know, in the winter and cool in the summer. I just don't know. You know, it just seems so more petty than I thought or just, you know, it's not as noble as I thought it was with the oh, faceless yeah. men. So, oh, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Arya is going to have to bring a face because she promised that. And I just want to say, too, Gilly's baby is the best actor ever in the world. Um, and I do remember back in the day when he was, like, promised to the Night's King and everything, and they reneged on that. Um, I just wonder if that's going to come into play later. Could that Ooh. baby be, you know, a key to defeating the Whites somehow that he Ooh. wasn't given to them? I don't know oh. if that's anything. But I just feel like Gilly's acting in this episode was really good. The way that she reacted to Sam's dad, she was just wide-eyed and taking it all in. The only one giving him eye contact and just staying strong, and it made me like her a yeah. lot more. Yeah. And I just feel like... Um, also, those with the dragon glass, like the Pulp Fiction stab to the heart uh, type of thing, which is like the cure for everything. It's also, you know, <laughs> it's the cause of everything. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if we're ever going to see anybody like Bran attempt something like that, you know, or Joris Psoriasis cure, you know, just stab him with some dragon, dragon glass, glass and cure that mm -hmm. right up. I guess dragon glass is the key to it all. But I'm pretty tired, girls. Long week, super pregnant. 
Only a few more weeks to go, <laughs> um, probably end when the season ends. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Yep. Hi, everybody. I hope you guys are doing well, too. Bye. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank you, Rainbow. And baby Rainbow. And baby Rainbow. And, and yes, keep your rest and put your feet up. Well, yeah. that's easier said than done. She's got a other toddler at the I house. I know. So I know. But dang. hard. Hard to do. Well, I... Hmm... That mm. is a interesting prospect that maybe Craster's baby or mm. Sammy, Sam, baby, little Sam, is the key to anything. I mean, he did Because he was a baby. Well, but, but that he was supposed to be given to him. Yeah, but, but, but he, he was just still a human baby. Well, yeah. So he didn't have no mystical powers. No, but what they're saying is since he wasn't given to them as mm-hmm. the sacrifice or whatever mm-hmm. maybe they're gonna maybe he'll be some kind of cutest i don't know about that i don't yeah i don't know about that but he's a cute as of a baby but I, oh he is a very cute little baby oh, he's so cute and i do agree that um gilly's acting in this particular episode it was good yeah because she was kind of like uh Cause she was wide eyed and and everything. It was so funny. Cause well, not funny, but all the other, like the brother, the sister, the mother were all Mm -hmm. like, stop eating and looking down. Mm -hmm. Gilly's looking straight at the dad. Straight at him. And she's looking at Sam like, what you going to do? And she's looking back at the dad and she's looking back at Sam. And I mean, yeah, she was the only one who really said anything. And I think the mother liked that. Well, she was the only one who was looking at the dad. Exactly. You know, and, 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 oh, asshole dad's staring down, uh, Sam. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, like too. And she was the only one. Yeah. Mean mugging. So he was, he was. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank you, Rainbow. Okay, our next... Uh, well, actually, our next feedback is um, we had two new iTunes reviews. Oh, cool. So let me read those. Okay. First one is uh, from CJ1028. Love Thanks, the sisters. CJ. I love, love, love the sisters. Yay. I originally found their Walking Dead podcast and fell in love because they always have me crying laughing. <laughs> if you want a good laugh, an awesome recap with witty commentary and fun listener feedback, then you have found the right podcast. Thank you, sisters, for all you do. You even inspired me to start my own Walking Dead podcast, Girl on Dead. Oh, oh hey. That's nice. Can't wait to hear what other shows you cover in the future. Five stars from CJ1028. Well, thank you, CJ, thank for that five-star review. We were we were just talking on Twitter yeah. not too long ago, Girl on Dead. Well, cool. Thank you, Girl on Dead or <laughs> CJ. <laughs> awesome. And yes, Game of Thrones is awesome. Yeah, it is. Fun awesome, show. Awesome. And our next one is from... Lithel Woman. Who? Or Lit Hill. It's L-I-T-H-I-L-L. So I was like, Lithel. Little Woman. These ladies and all the feedback from the Sisters Nation is like a party. Yay. They keep it real, funny, and intelligent. Five stars from Lit Hill Woman. Thank you, Lit Thank Hill you. Woman. Thank you, Lit Hill Woman. For that five-star review. Five we we appreciate stars. it very much. Thank y'all very love. much. Love, love, love it. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Sister J and Sister K. I got two things for you. First, 
I wanted to quell Sister K's frustration <coughs> that Mira wasted all that time yelling at Hodor to get up and drag Bran when all those White Walkers were invading the tree. Sister J brought up a good point that Mira had to fight off the zombies. Mm-hmm. But also, Mira doesn't have the strength to drag that heavy sled contraption through a rocky cave tree. Yep. That sled is designed to slide over the snow. So Mira needed Hodor to drag around the sled while in the tree, and she could take over when they got out mm-hmm. in the soft, slippery snow. Good point. Sled and snow, you know? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Chris. What That's else? a good point, Chris. Mm-hmm. Whatevs. Oh, Lord. Now, Sister J, I'm going to have to disagree with you about the time paradox. Uh Of course, Bran is changing the past. While he was in the past watching Willis, he warged into Kid Willis, using him as a portal to the old Hodor to give the order, hold the door. Mm -hmm. Remember when he yelled out? He didn't give the order, hold the door. Mira was yelling, hold the door. He didn't remember give the when order. he yelled out to his daddy in that other flashback that he turned and he turned. That's affecting the past. Now the time now to me now time travel can get complicated. So one way to simplify it is to think of it as not being linear as we live it, but as one single instant. There is no time. The past and the present and the future are all happening at once. So when you move one piece in the past, you are affecting pieces in the present and future all at once. Take care, sisters. Your fan, Chris. Born and raised Chicago, but now transplanted to Santa Monica. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And Chris, I disagree because... Of course you I, <laughs> I, I still say... It makes it. It is more. Um, uh, it's easier for me to understand when um, I think of it as he's in two time periods at the same time. First of all, Brandon give no order to Hodor. That voice was Mira yelling, "Hold the door! Hold the door! Hold the door!" That's what he said. Brand was watching, and he warged into Willis, using him as a portal to hold the door and give the order, hold the door. But he didn't give the order. Wow. Brand didn't give the order. Anyway, All right, and when Brand said "father" to Ned, Ned turned around. Oh. Yeah, but he didn't because he didn't see nobody. He probably didn't even hear the whole word "father." Probably not. You know, because like the three-eyed raven said, all he heard was the wind, you know, because Bran said, hey, he heard me. He said, what he heard was the wind. See, and then he went on up. uh, Three-eyed raven be lying. (laughs) Well, that may be true, but I just, yeah, I just disagree. But anyway, but thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sister J, Sister K, and family. It's Friday afternoon, so by my calculations, it's hour four of the podcast. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. No read or shade, I swear. I'll be brief. I can feel Sister J's side eye with my three-eyed raven vision. Oh, you know I'm Laugh out loud. your ass. <laughs> <laughs> now that Danny is done speechifying and Drogon's back, finally, what do you think will happen when she gets to Westeros? People burn shit up. Are... <laughs> <laughs> Our beloved characters in danger. Well, I don't think if our, they end the way of the fire, if they end King's Landing, they will be because she's going to burn shit up. I, Not OK. First of all, I think she's only going to burn shit up. After the unsullied and taking care of a whole bunch of folk. 
Them unsullied are no joke when they're in a big old group like that. And them Dothraki, them are some fighters. Yeah, they're no joke either. They are no joke when they got them sickles and shit fighting your ass. So, you know, mm-mm. I, ooh, it's going to be bloody. It's going to be bloody. Mm-hmm. Whether that happens this season or next season or next, or, well, you know, after I, that, it's going to yeah, be bloody. I think she's going to focus on King's Landing because that's where the government or the yeah. queen is. Yep. So if our people are in King's Landing, then they'll be all right. Right. But, you know, the trick's going to be, is they are they going to really... <laughs> right, because the Iron Throne is in King's Landing. Yeah. That's what she is after, the Iron Throne. Because the Iron Throne uh, supposedly is the government for the whole seven kingdoms. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lannisters would get roasted like marshmallows, but what about the Stark? What about our Starks? Are they all usurpers to Danny? No, they're in oh, Winterfell. Wait. Well, Ned and, um, what's his name? Robert are the ones that killed the last Targaryen. That's true. So However, be. well, but see, I, I don't know. I don't know about I, I don't that. know. I don't know if she'll know who they are. But yeah, I don't know. My last thought, Arya, <clears throat> what do we say to the God of death? Not today. Mm-hmm. Until next time, take care, sisters. Hope you stay safe and dry in Texas. Lady Erin Middlefinger. <laughs> Thank you, Lady Erin. Thank you, Erin. Yeah, we are dry, although it's been flooding all around us and everything. Trying to but, stay dry. Shit. But it's we dry. Raining. At least the rain let up today, For so. Ever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Erin. It's been bad. Yeah, I love that saying. Cereal Pharrell again, another reference. Mm-hmm. What do we say to the gods of death? Not today. Not today. Love. Mm-hmm. Love. All right. Our next feedback is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. Let's play his voicemail. Hello, sisters. I hope you're both well. Myron here, and I have so much to say, so let's get started. Okay. <laughs> Sister Kay, can you believe we received another Stark reunion? Bring the wolf pack back together, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. But does that make Uncle Benjamin uh, half white? Is he like uh, an interracial man? Anyway, oh, Sister Jay, did Lord Tarly Sam's daddy not get a raven informing him of how Tywin Lannister was killed by his own son in the privy? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-mm. Gilly, she's learning her man and supporting her man in ways that will make him a better man, and I'm for all for it. When she told Sam's daddy, yeah, motherfucker, I'm a wildin', and your son is a warrior, what, bitch? Well, she said something like that. Anyway, let me move on. Sister K, Sam is claiming Crash's baby as his own. Can you name another character who has claimed a baby as his own? Just saying. Sister J, do you remember what Craster did with his male babies? That's one special baby. One special baby. Mm. Sister K, at minute 3314 on HBO Go, the dialogue went a little something like this. No, Fool to the tits with ideas. I didn't mean... You have ideas? I have ideas? He has ideas? Why should my ideas have any more value than yours? Simply because I've been doing this my whole life. Who's anyone to judge my work? This is my profession. I know what I'm doing. You have no right to an opinion. I believe the showrunners were expressing their displeasure of the criticism they have received throughout the run of this show. What, who, what do you think? Go that? back to 3314 and take a listen for yourselves. What? Sisters, I believe Jacken's assignment to Arya was, was to force her to decide if she was a, a girl with no name or Arya Stark. I believe we all know her decision. 
I also believe, lastly, that after having taken so much glee in being allowed to kill Arya, the way failed her last assignment. I bet I know whose face is going to go on that wall. Mm-hmm. For a girl doesn't have desires. Until next time, sisters, peace. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. But I don't know what the hell scene that was. Yeah, what scene was that? I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't know what we're supposed to get from that and the showrunners are complaining well, about what? I didn't get it. I didn't he get was, it. Because the person was saying, I know what I know. Why, is, why are you questioning me? And he, he said that it was like they were trying to make a commentary about people criticizing how they're writing certain things. So there are people who have been. Well, but, but, but if I knew who the fucking characters were, then I could, <laughs> I could, I could make an intelligent answer to the damn question. Well, we just didn't recognize it. I, I don't know who the fuck that was. That boy, I didn't, I'll have to go back and listen to it again mm. and see what the hell. Uh, you need to be more explicit next time, Myron. Three minutes and whatever it was. Yeah, whatever. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. <laughs> You need to just come on out with the Sister names Jay, of the people. So fucking grouchy. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, did you know what scene that was? I said I did not. Yeah, all right then. But I ain't got irate about it. Mm-hmm. Damn. <sighs> That's Sister J, Myron. That's Sister Myron. Now you you ain't new. You okay. know. Our next email is from uh, Baltimore Kim. Hey Kim. Hi sisters. George R. R. Martin best deliver a heck of a storyline from Sam, for Sam and Gilly, making me watch so much of their asses that I don't care about. <laughs> oh man, the high sparrow sure looks creepy in some lights. Don't he though? He does. And dirty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked dirty. <laughs> oh gosh, that was funny. Tommen, you are too stupid to live. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody else agree with me. Too stupid. Damn, Sam's house is big. Mm -hmm. That sword has to play some role in something. Oh, yeah. Yep. I wonder if the Night King is the original Brandon Stark, Bran the Builder. Not a spoiler, just speculating. Hmm. I don't know. Because, see, we don't know who that man was on the tree that they was... uh, 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 No. uh, The children of the corn was stabbing, so Mm -hmm. we don't know. Aria and Needle are the new peaches and herb. <laughs> you young things can look them up. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Sing it, Sister K. <laughs> Reunited and, and it feels so good. good. <laughs> the waif might come out of that room, but she ain't necessarily going to be the waif. Uh, ooh. What? Because Aria's going to take the waif's face. But it's really be Aria. <gasps> Ooh, that's, Ooh. Uh, that could be maybe how she gets away. That's interesting. But Jacken would know that. Yeah, wouldn't you be able to sense it I don't know. Or, or know it or something? Uncle Benjamin, you're not looking so good. He sure ain't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does, but he ain't, you know. Walter got him another 12-year-old bride and two dumbass son- rock sons. Mm-hmm. The Danny scene looked cool, but it felt like a throwaway. Come ride the wooden horses and be my calisar. But first, we gotta walk a week back to Marine. <laughs> <laughs> that scene should have taken place right before they boarded the boats. Mm. Someone said it's like a coach giving a great locker room speech to his team for a game they're playing next week. Yeah. All in all, a solid episode. Still killing it this season. Thanks, sisters. Baltimore Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Well, the only thing I can say that is okay. <sighs> 
as I'm going to repeat for the third, fourth time. Yeah, probably. The whole reason why, in my opinion, she gave that speech is because of the location where they were. I mean, by the time she and they get to Marine, trust me, Yara and Theon are going to be there too. See? So all that's going to be hooking up. But it, it's because of that that mother rock or whatever that they find mother sacred. Mountain. Yeah, mother, mother mountain. mountain. Yeah. So that's why I think she did it then. Could be. I mean, this is, see, the problem is it felt, I will say one thing about that scene. It felt like rushed. They didn't give mm-hmm. it enough time. And there mm-hmm. probably might have been a missing scene that they cut out where yeah, editing they mm-hmm. ride up on this mountain and they talk about how this is the place where every cow brings his calisar to pledge themselves to them or something. Yeah. Maybe that's what that place is supposed to be. Well, I mean, and they didn't really go. They didn't right. really tell us. She that. says in her little speech to them, though. That well, that is the sacred place where, and she called it Mother Mountain or Mountain Mother or something. Well, where I don't Drogo. recall her saying this is the sacred place. I recall her saying, do you swear to me on Mother go Mountain back and, or whatever. Go back and, and look at that scene with the words on. Yeah, Sister J. Anyway. Thank you, Baltimore Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have one more Oh, God, email. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, who the last one? And it's from Sade, which is who we just had one of our iTunes reviews from, the, from the Girl on Dead podcast. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, sisters, you mentioned that Leaf, the girl from the children who sacrificed herself, looked black underneath her makeup. And I thought the same thing. However, it turns out she is actually Japanese and her name is Kay Alexander. Mm. See, pick below. Take care, Sade. Okay, Sade. Yes. Now, someone in our Facebook group mm-hmm. mentioned that she uh, showed, uh, sent a picture of her because mm-hmm. I did think that. Mm-hmm. And then um, on that episode, I think that was like three episodes ago that we talked mm-hmm. about that. And then they had posted a picture of her. She's gorgeous. So she the one that made Night King. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was the head children of the forest. So that's good. Another actress of color. And Asian. Now she's gone though. She already been dead. Yeah. They she, she killed blew her herself off real up. fucking quick. Yeah, she blew herself up. <laughs> but at least she was on there, so hey. Yeah. That's covered true. up, but you know. Thank you so much, Sade, for the email and thank you everyone for all of your feedback. It has been awesome. Yes, we appreciate it. Love it. So <laughs> you did that on purpose just because who was that? Gabriel said he loves that when you say that. Yeah. Mm. Well, somebody said it. Was it you, Gabriel? <sighs> Y'all know after like a minute after reading your email, sometimes I'll be forgetting which one it was that said whatever. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> that's called getting old. That's mm-hmm. what that's called. And too many emails. Mm-hmm. It, you know what? This is a lost art form, but reading out loud mm-hmm. really does. I mean, you're so busy concentrating on reading the word. Sometimes you don't retain it. <laughs> so that's what happens to me. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> we want that to remind... That like a personal problem to me. Well, yeah, I just mm-hmm. said, hell, mm-hmm. it's me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we want to remind everyone who doesn't know, which you should know by now, yep. that we are going to be in Chicago for Podcast Movement in July, and we are going to be staying an extra day so that we can have our Sister Speak family reunion. First one. First annual. Yay! 
We are going to be at the Hyatt Regency on Wacker Drive. Yep. It's north. It's towards the Navy Pier. It's towards it's the, water. the water. It's on the water. Mm-hmm. So um, come out on July 9th. It's going to be from six to ten in the Michigan Ballroom, and we are going to have food. We are going to have drink. We are going to have a dance floor. We're going to have music, and of course, the sisters. All four of us, Sister El Marie, Sister A, Sister J, and myself. Yep. We'll all be there to chit chat, meet you in person, give you a hug, all of that good stuff. And play music. And for those of y'all that just have to have it, you can get a live read. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more than happy to oblige your ass. So will. Because <laughs> I will be, worry. I'll probably be halfway lit. And Beligi. <laughs> oh, yeah, she will be belligerent because we're going to be there for. I'm going to be tied. Yeah. Three full days. Oh, yeah, we're going to be And by Saturday, that'll be the fourth day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be tired because that conference is usually really tiring. Anyway. Yeah, it's a so big conference. So she's going to be belligerent because she, you know, when you get tired <laughs> and you old too. <laughs> just watch out, y'all. <laughs> Okay, so we hope you join us in Chicago. If you can, you can register at sissespeakpodcast.com slash events. Tell them about the nominal fee. There is a registration fee. Because we got swag. Well, because we have to pay for the place. Plus you get swag. For the dinner. You're going to get a drink ticket, a reunion t-shirt, and some extra goodies in a swag bag. Mm -hmm. So make sure you go to sissespeak.com podcast.com slash events and register now and we need y'all to register as soon as possible so we can get your shirts in the sizes that you need if you register past a certain date yep. you're just gonna have to take what we got yeah because we will not have time a week out to be printing up new shirts because it takes a little bit of time right. so make sure you go and register give us your shirt size and dietary restrictions within reason and mm-hmm. we will try to accommodate all of that and we mean like if you're allergic to peanuts vegetarian or, or you're lactose intolerant like me that kind of you know can't do dairy and that no kind of milk, shit so you, you yeah there right. won't be no dairy because I don't do that no so yes, come out and <laughs> let us know if you're going to be in, if you could come to Chicago, and we will um, we would love to see you. We we will have a cash bar. Yeah, you will get one drink ticket. <laughs> yeah, but we will. The rest will be so, cash so bar. Bring some coins. We ain't made of money like that. Now no. look, come on now. Uh, bring some coins so you can get the liquor you want. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, and also. We want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Expression Tees. If you want some awesome Game of Thrones apparel, their t-shirts are really good, y'all. Then you need to check out ExpressionTees.com. We have links on our website, which is ThisIsSpeakPodcast.com. You can also find them on Twitter at Expression-Tees. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple, I think there was one or two people that went to the wrong expression tees, but this is expression dash tees. And they have really cool t-shirts, Game of Thrones inspired, but right. they also have other shows. Well, now, how could they go to the wrong one if they go on from our website? We got it right on our website. We do, but somebody, I don't know how to oh, do it. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Their Twitter, they went to the wrong Twitter. Oh, well, so y'all need to go to our website. And yeah. click on the link, the direct link to Expression Tees. 
Yep, expressiontees.com. They have Game of Thrones shirts. They have political sayings yep. and stuff on their shirts. They have all kinds of shit. They so have good stuff. You need to go check them out. And they have very reasonable pricing. Very so reasonable. So check out expressiontees.com and let them know the sister sent you over. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Expression Tees. Thank you, Expression Tees. And thank you all to our Sister Speak Nation. It has been an awesome podcast. Cash. This has been a fun one. It is long ass for those of y'all to send in two and three different emails, but it's been fun and we appreciate it very much. It is known. Oh God! <laughs> if you would oh, like Lord. to send us feedback for the next episode, you can send it to sisterspeak at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Leave us a voice message by using SpeakPipe at speakpipe dot com slash sisterspeak. And that tool is really awesome because you can listen to your feedback before you hit send. And Mm -hmm. if you don't like it, you can re-record it. So that's awesome. Or you can send us a traditional voicemail at 972-755-1215. You can leave a comment on our website on our comment page. You can reach us on Twitter at underscore sister J, underscore sister K, and at speakcast, C-A-S-T. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, And we have our Sister Speak Nation Facebook group that yep. you can join. Oh, it's awesome. It's been so fun. We've had so many great conversations in the past yes. week or so. Um, it's always fun. To our family members, our group, uh, uh, page family members, they are awesome, though. They are awesome. They participate. They talk. Yes. We talk to one another. That's how it's we got so to know fun. each other. and. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. really great fun. And we it is a closed group, so you need to send a request. Yeah, it's a private group, so mm-hmm. people cannot see what you write in there unless they're part of the group too. Right. So mm-hmm. Send us a request and join. Mm-hmm. We also have a uh, Facebook page, which is just called Facebook.com/slash to Speak Podcast, and you can like our page as well. Yeah, and that's a really active page too. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. not as active as the group. No, either. but but it is active, yes. though. And we have a lot a lot of people that are on the Facebook page are not in the group, so. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Because it's huge. Yeah. That Our Facebook page is a lot of people very big. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, that is it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Thalar Morghulis. All men must die. No one lives forever, and that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long-ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving, keep it short and sweet, like Sister J and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister K produces like a professional... But she is not running a throne's confessional. So if you're brand new, she may say it nice. But she might get salty if you are long ass twice. It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak.